0: The world has changed. None of us can go back.
1: All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do... ...is to start over.
2: I saw all these people die. Keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do. But not us. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
1: Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
2: Whatever it takes. Hello and welcome to Fan Critical and yes, it's the big one. We are truly in the endgame now. It's the end of an era, the culmination of over a decade and 22 films. This is our podcast review of Avengers Endgame. Hey. Hey. They don't sound too excited, but uh, thank you. Yeah. Today I'm joined by my fellow Marvel superfan... The Captain America to my Iron Man. Ooh. We don't always see eye to eye, yeah. but there's respect there. Uh, it's John.
0: Hello there. That's quite good, that. Yeah, you like that, did you? Yeah.
2: It's true, because, you know, we've done a lot of these Marvel films together. We and are an, the best. We're, Well, very true. <laughs> and our occasional Marvel sidekick is also joining us. Someone who has been present on several Marvel podcasts. It's our very own Black Widow, Lucy.
1: Hello. Um, I definitely think that you're more of a Captain America, Len, and John's more of an Iron Man.
2: Is, is that physique-wise, or...?
0: Just generally. Beard and morals.
2: <laughs> beard and morals. Interesting. Well,
0: no, I've got a better beard than him, so... You're, so you're Iron Man. No, I don't have a fucking goatee, do I? <laughs> he, does he, he does. He
2: is... Bearded, Just imagine him now. Tony
0: Stark's a nerd, isn't he? He's a nerd. Well. I'd rather be Hulk, uh, I have to say. Not
2: in this film, you wouldn't. Anyway, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, first and foremost, this is going to be a massively spoiler-filled discussion. If you haven't seen the film, please go do so now and then come back to this because uh, we are warning you right now, spoilers abound.
0: Spoiler warning. Yeah, that's old school. That That is old
2: school. That's a throwback to the uh, OG listeners. First of all, guys, I want to get your generic thoughts and blueberries on this film. However... The traditional blueberry scale will not be used in this podcast. Instead, we'll be reverting to our Avengers Infinity War scale, which is Infinity Stones. So the scale has moved up from five blueberries to six Infinity Stones. There can be no half of an Infinity Stone because that is impossible, according Mm. to the MCU. I'm going to start this one off with Lucy, actually. Ladies first. Black Widow first. Natasha Romanoff first. (laughs) What are your thoughts and Infinity Stones on Avengers Endgame?
1: I died.
0: That's the set. that's my main takeaway from it. We I'm did say there's spoilers. I'm dead um, <laughs> straight away with the spoilers. Jesus, Whoa, fucking hell. Um,
1: my initial thoughts coming out of the cinema um, were positive. Oh, they still are. Um, oh, it didn't grab me and kind of shock me and move me as much as Infinity War. Yeah. Um, But I think that's understandable given the context of the film and what they were setting out to do. I think they achieved their aim of finishing the story. Um, There were some moments that didn't quite resonate with me. Other moments where, you know, I was in my seat fist pumping with the best of them. Um, So, yeah, an enjoyable an enjoyable watch, romp, yeah. yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it a romp. Um, I'm gonna see it again so I can kind of get my head around it a bit more with regards to Infinity Stones. Been debating this, so it's out of six. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it five. Oh, I good toyed score. between four and five, but you can't halve them, no, because you know, you That's end up possible. like vision,
2: Ooh. yeah. Wow. Um, Spoiler warning. R.I.P. Spoiler <laughs> warning. War. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Lucy. I think that's a very good score. Just for context, everyone in the podcast last time gave Infinity War six Infinity Stones. Mm. So that's just a little barometer for you to, uh, for you listeners to to sort of see what we're thinking with this film. John, coming to you next. Yeah. Loved Infinity War. Gave it six Infinity Stones, as I just said. Mm. I watched this with you. Yeah. And Lucy. Mm. And Emma what were your thoughts because I was very interested in some of your comments after the screening
0: it's not as good as Infinity War it's nowhere near close I like this film I do like it this is going to seem harsh this might be the most disappointed I've ever been in a film
1: in life
2: I think that's mental Genuinely. You seemed pretty good yesterday when we were watching it together. Like in the moment. I think I think in the moment when we were watching it, we were like, you know, cheering with the audience. We yeah, were
0: Yeah, but you like You loved it. I know, but when I came out of Phantom Menace, I was a bit like, Oh, it was alright.
1: Yeah. So you're saying this is worse than Phantom Menace? That's
0: well, ridiculous. No, obviously not. Obviously not. Um it's on par. <laughs> no. Um I'm gonna give it four infinity stones out of six. It's a good score. Um on the blueberry scale, genuinely, I, I slept for about two hours thinking about what blueberry I was going to give it. This is probably the hardest film to score because it is very much a uh, head versus heart mm. kind of thing. Yeah, because my head is like saying this is this is a terrible film. That, that's that's really? what my head is saying. Terrible. But my heart is just like I just I fucking love it. So it's it's. It's weird. It's like, it's like if if someone says, "Oh, you know, what was the what's your favourite film?" And you, if if you're a film student, you'll name some obs- obscure film because you're a ponty wanker, uh, or you might say something Brute. like,
2: "If you are a film student, <laughs> you <do> apologise. Me <laughs> hey, and John look, were both film. Yeah, studios. yeah, yeah.
0: So we know we know your lies. You know, none of us would say that Infinity War is a better film than fucking Schindler's List. But I don't think I would give Schindler's list five out of five blueberries.
2: It's not the sort of film you want to rewatch. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> and neither is Endgame. Um, <laughs> I uh there are things in this film I really wanted to see that went so far the other way. Like I wanted to see Hulk's redemption, didn't get it and felt really like robbed of it. Um I thought like Thor's characterisation the uh, the idea behind, like, their powers, Captain Marvel stuff was just like, oh, man, this is painful, um, and it really worried me. The time travel stuff, I think, kind of affected the overall quality of it. It makes me feel like if Infinity War... The thing that I loved about Infinity War, obviously the snap and, and the loss to them, the, like, the ultimate defeat, it kind of feels like they could, they should have just lost, like... A, a few decent characters and some peripheral characters, like fully, like rather than just uh, kill characters that you know are definitely coming back, mm. like Spider Man, Black Panther, blah blah blah. Yeah, so yeah. it's a painful one; it's a really painful one to score. But unfortunately, it's going to be four out of six. So my gauntlet would do fuck all.
2: Yeah, your gauntlet. Well, still pretty good gauntlet, John. I have to say, still, still a very good ju- uh, gauntlet. It's got a lot of powers. Uh, what Out of curiosity What stones Wouldn't you have uh, Included in that gauntlet um, Your two favourite ones Maybe
0: <laughs> Yep yeah, So Power Take that away Yeah That's, get rid of that uh, obviously the best one Yeah So that wouldn't be in there um, Well Time's
2: obviously The best one isn't it
0: Well in that Well no But I think Time ruined this film So you know, Not a fan of that um, the reality stones. That's a game for a laugh. Yeah, you'd have a right laugh with the reality
2: stone. Yeah, there so you go. Keep that one. So I'll I'll chime in with with some thoughts. You know, some musings. Uh, as I said, this is a culmination of over a decade's worth of storytelling, and I felt actually very privileged last night to be able to watch. Um, this film with you lot, actually, Aww. because it's actually quite a nice thing to have experienced a lot of these films together and to be in the cinema with uh, some of your closest friends watching, you know, arguably one of the biggest cinema events that I'm going to see in my lifetime. So it was actually really nice. And I remember walking out of Infinity War um, with you guys as well and being absolutely devastated, like literally um, speechless after the snap, because mm. It, it blew me away, even though I know some of the comic context and everything, it just blew me away that they went there and they did it, and it left me feeling so numb. And I remember being on the train and having to tell Lucy to not talk about it because I didn't want anyone in the train to hear that everyone had just been snapped. Um, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Lu- Do you
0: reckon they're really dead? Lucy oh, is one of those God's people sake. that comes
2: out of the cinema and just starts <laughs> nattering at you. I
1: was in shock. And I when I was in shock, I was expressing myself very loudly. About that's, that's fine. Black Panther being dead so everyone could hear. Well, don't right, you worry. Well, again.
2: Again.
0: It's Too loud we- for the
2: neighbors. <laughs> but my thoughts on this film are thus... Uh, I've sat on this overnight like John did and Lucy did and pondered what my true feelings towards the film are. And I genuinely think I love the film. Do I think it was as good as Infinity War? Maybe not. But also maybe I'm buying into the whole snap being, you know, such a shocking moment. And mm-hmm. and you remember those shocking moments. It's like those shocking moments in Game of Thrones. It's the same sort of thing. You remember them. They stick in your mind and that emotion they make you feel afterwards. This was a fitting finale to a truly epic saga. I don't think we'll ever experience anything like this again in our lifetimes in cinema, the MCU, 22 films that all contribute to this amazing finale. Um, Not all of the 22 films are like, you know, standout blockbuster hits. (laughs) But let's face facts, the average must be pretty high. Mm. It must be sitting at a pretty 80% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, And that alone is remarkable. And to cap it off, pardon the pun, with this emotional, funny and at times solemn final instalment is is ridiculous. I think it's like a miracle. I, I mean... That they could satisfy such a large number of fans and critics with yeah. what I believe is a truly fitting end for the for the original Avengers, you know, the core Avengers team that we started with. Um, and you know, it was amazing. And and the, the main theme of the film of parenthood and passing on to the younger generation, and we're now entering a whole new story and phase of the MCU, I think they nailed that tone completely correctly. So on reflection just because of the amazing achievement and it, and I, this is like when return of the king won an oscar for me because it was an amazing achievement it was like two towers is a better film but return of the fellowship king
1: fellowship is the best one
2: well as you know we all each their own but two towers is the best two one. towers is the best one but um <laughs> Just the fact that that all three of them together made such a thing. And this is 22 films and almost 11 years of filmmaking. So I'm going to give it six Infinity Stones. I think to do what they did and the vision, pardon the pun once again. He's dead. He's dead. Uh, He's not dead. He is dead. He's definitely dead. dead. Uh, To do what they've done is, I don't think we're ever going to see it again. Mm. And it made me super emotional. We all got emotional watching it together Mm. last night. I know we did because I looked across and I saw, you know, we were all very emotional watching it. Mm. Uh, So for me, it's six Infinity Stones. I don't think we'll see it again. I don't think the Avengers will ever live up to this ever again, even if it's the young Avengers or anything like that. Um, I just think it's a truly remarkable achievement.
0: Mm. I think you're scoring the franchise rather than the individual film. I am in a
2: way doing that. But
0: but if you it, it, okay. But, but the I
2: I think the film is very good. I think the film is very very good. I think mm-hmm. it's tight. I don't like time travel as a device. I don't. Um, however, when we got Back to the Future two sort of scenarios going on, <laughs> I was loving it. So mm-hmm. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Like Looper as a film doesn't make any sense. It's a great film. Uh, this as a film doesn't make any sense. It's fun. Like it's fun revisiting these old films was fun. <clears throat> There's no denying that. Um, So for me, if you take all the science out of it, you know, out of the way, it's still a really good film. And
0: do you think it needed to be three hours? uh, You know,
2: that is a tough question. I think if I asked you, it's uh, just the uh, amount of characters. It's just the amount of characters to get in there. I think that's the thing. And to give all of these original Avengers an arc. Yeah, I think it probably did need to be that long. Mm. Um, there's not many scenes I can think that they could get rid of. The one thing I think, and you alluded to it, is Captain Marvel was just completely sidelined in this film. Mm. Um, considering they had set her up as this amazing sort of deus ex machina character, mm. she was in it for like four scenes.
0: Yeah.
1: And I have to say, um, I don't know if we're going to get onto it, but Brie Larson's fairly underwhelming, I think. Yeah. I, I think yes. you're on screen yeah. with... Chris Hemsworth yeah. with Robert Downey Jr. with Mark Ruffalo with Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. This is charisma overload, okay? And you mm. need to be able to hold your own and she ha- she's like a charisma void.
0: Oh my word. You're supposed to be defending her, man. Why? Yeah. Because she's, she's a, a woman. woman. <laughs> no, uh,
2: no. Like
1: I just she made no impact. I mean, when she re- returned at the end, um <clears throat> that was it was cool and it was like yeah, she's just was it cool? Ship.
2: Was it cool? I mean, she just did the same thing she did at the end of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's cool that she yeah. helped us win, but it was just
2: did destroying the dreadnought, and that is what it's called, isn't it? The dreadnought is it called
0: the dreadnought? Probably. Who cares? I cool. think it's called the dreadnought. It doesn't
2: matter. What's the point in that? It doesn't make any difference. Like all the troops on the ground anyway. I mean, and when she fought Thanos, she was shooting. getting her ass kicked. No, they were they were, they were, were doing the thing. Oh yeah, they were yeah. Just firing make it rain. rain.
1: It's going to help more than it's going to hinder. But yeah, she. Oh uh, well, yeah, There's quite yeah. a lot of build up for her. And yeah, the her dialogue...
0: Should have been Silver Surfer. That's what I'm saying.
2: Well, could be now, but it's too late. Yeah, yeah. She's,
1: she's not nailed it. I mean, there's time. I don't think I'd even want to go and see a film with her in it. Though. I think she's...
2: <laughs> I just don't think she's quippy enough. She, the, the writing behind her character isn't fun enough, you know. Um, and the Marvel Universe is fun. Like, it genuinely is fun. Yeah. Even this film at times is very funny. For such a heartbreaking film with so many emotional down moments, especially the way the film starts... Mm. There are moments of humour in here which are genius. Mainly through Thor. uh, Yeah, definitely. And we'll come on to those as we run through the plot. But before we do, a quick advert. Hello, yes, advert time. We won't take too much of your time up. But just to say, there are some very, very exciting things coming up here at Fan Critical. Uh, Just to say, Monday evening gmt we will be releasing our game of thrones season 8 episode 3 podcast review of the battle of winterfell which is arguably the biggest ever episode of game of thrones in game of thrones history so uh please do check that out if you like game of thrones and let's face it everyone likes game of thrones um can't fucking wait you can't wait literally we you know we've already lost one stark Uh, and there could be more (laughs) on the way. Also to say, if you are listening to this and you've never heard us before and you're enjoying the content so far, please do subscribe. We really would appreciate it. We have lots of podcasts here at Fan Critical, but this is our main hub. So if you could subscribe to this one, that'd be amazing. Uh, We also have a Patreon. If you want to sponsor us on Patreon, there are several different tiers where you get different rewards. The basic tier gives you access to our caster episodes where we reboot and recast different films with new actors. Uh, Most recently, we have done uh, Avengers itself, but recast with uh, 90s actors or famous 90s actors, which was hilarious. They always end up being very, very silly. There's even an option where you can become a guest uh, once a month on a podcast of your choosing, which is a mental uh, gift in a way. It's not a gift, you're paying for it, but it is mad that you would be able to get to do that. And we would love for you to be able to do that. So please do that if you wish. Please do that. Yeah, please do that. John loves the monies. <laughs> uh, and let's jump into the plot synopsis and review of Avengers Endgame. So, obviously, Avengers Endgame is a ridiculously long film, tracking it three hours and one minute long. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to go through the plot, like, piece by piece, because I, I just think we'd be here all night, especially mm. with some of the moments we want to really delve into with comic spoilers and stuff mm. as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through it in terms of three sort of acts. You know, you've got your first act, your second act, your third act um and we'll chime in with different thoughts of certain moments which really jumped out at us i want to start with the opening of the film which is this amazing cold open with Mm. hawkeye and his family having like a picnic and i remember i turned to you john when this was going on oh oh shit they're about to get snapped Mm. and it was heartbreaking just to remind the audience of what happened and you know hawkeye was such a a missed character in that first Infinity War film. He's a fan favourite, played by Jeremy Renner. And to have this scene dedicated to him felt very special to me.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think uh, emphasising the helplessness, you know, uh, he's out in a field on his own, a field, I mean, it's his garden. Yeah. Bloody big garden. Mm. Lovely lovely garden. garden. Lovely garden. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, just emphasising the helplessness, his entire family just gone. All of them. Yeah. That is brutal. And, and he's like, what, what's going on? I, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Awful. And, and
2: for me, I know this, this is, I'm going to mention this show a lot, actually, uh, whilst we talk about this film. And, and I know it annoys John and Lucy and the rest of the podcast. But if you haven't seen The Leftovers on HBO, please, and you actually like this concept of, of, of the snap, please go watch it because it deals with grief. Um, in a way that Infinity War does in three hours, but it does it over three seasons. And it's very, very powerful. And there are instances where certain characters in the show have lost three family members to this you know, vanishing, um, essentially. And the way it tackles grief is so on point with this film. And I'm just saying, if you like the way that this film, the first act and the aftermath of the snap is dealt with, go check out The Leftovers. And I promise you, you will really enjoy it.
0: Sounds very depressing. It is
2: depressing, mm. but it's. I think it's an important watch, especially if you want to understand grief, and everyone experiences it differently. So that's that's what's interesting about it. Mm. But for Hawkeye, obviously later on in the film, we see that he takes it uh, a certain very aggressive, aggressive way. But I thought this was an amazing cold open. Lucy, you like Hawkeye, don't you?
1: Um, not that much.
2: <laughs> well, your <laughs> Aaron black wi- loves him. Your black widow. <laughs> You're Natasha Romanoff. You're supposed to be his best mate. You're supposed to be his best mate. Mate.
0: If Aaron was Hawkeye, (laughs) you're Black Widow, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, he he thinks he is Hawkeye. Let's pretend Um, that you like Aaron at
2: this point. Uh, Shout out to Aaron, Lucy's uh, (laughs) long-time lover. They're a couple. They're a couple, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was talking about Aaron. Um, Yeah, sure, as Natasha, yes, he's my best buddy, old Clint. No, when Mm. watching this... Did anyone else think when his daughter was on the arrow that she mm. was going to vanish while doing the arrow and it was going to go and hit one of her brothers? Because that's what I thought was oh going to happen. Oh, my... What's wrong I with don't you? know. I mean, I watched Game of Thrones.
2: How bad is her aim? She's <laughs> aiming at a tree, for fuck's oh, sake. Some, there in the background. Something would
1: happen and she'd vanish and it would go... And I don't know. I was yeah. dread... I was would like, you oh, Hit, hit what his what wife this? between the eyes. Um, it Jesus. Was, it was, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. It was a very eerie... Um, Downbeat opening. Well, oh, not uh, with
0: you sitting there thinking, where's this arrow going? be <laughs> fucking hilarious. I'm glad
2: I wasn't sat next to Lucy in uh, this. Yeah.
0: I, was I, of, I feel like I've missed out now.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't say any of this. I just in my mind, thought, oh God, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, oh, yeah. It was a really, yeah, a very eerie, um, kind of disconcerting opening, but mm. it was good. And, you know, as you've mentioned Len, a lot of people, I wasn't one of them, was wondering where Hawkeye was in the last film. And to open it with him, and to see how much he's lost, and it's it is so horrible to look at it like that, and it it puts it in the context. It's not just our heroes that are dying; it's mm. ordinary people. Yeah, yeah. Van, vanishing. And, and
2: ordinary people is an important thing to remember here. But let's just say they double down on Hawkeye in this film, and I love Hawkeye in this film, yeah, he's or good. Ronin as he's, you know we should be called in this film mm. because he is awesome. And I think the decision to double down on him, and you know he's one of the original Avengers um really really worked for me Mm. tony stark and nebula are stranded in space we saw this in the trailers tony's literally wasting away can i ask you guys a question quickly Mm. tony stark robert downey jr (coughs) cgi weight loss or genuine weight loss uh
1: i think he looked he's looking old he
2: looked terrible he did look terrible um i think it's cgi weight loss Uh, can they do that to me (laughs) <laughs> just just throughout your day to day life yeah, yeah, yeah it's so pretty expensive it. mate but I think we could we could we could make something Peture. work I mean. uh, if you <laughs> would make Lucy so one of our tiers on Patreon is to make Lucy thinner um, yeah. digitally
0: yeah
1: make me actually look like Black Widow yeah.
0: you'd that all tip good, in for yeah. that I'm sure yeah 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 how much is that uh, <laughs>
2: it's a $5,000 per month <laughs> and it's going to take about well a it. year to get up to there pointless but... <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm we sorry. just got a new Patreon, Aaron. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the bonus gone? <laughs>
0: um, oh. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, <no>. Weight loss. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. We'll so Coming back to loss. that later. Um, well, look, Robert Downey Jr. He's old, isn't he? So, yeah. is it dead tired? Is it healthy to like lose a dramatic amount of weight no. at that age? So, probably CGI. Um, but I don't know with him. Like maybe. Hey, look. Maybe they've been CGIing him up until this point. I maybe mean, he, he was, you know, looking pretty big, buff. Big on the old substance abuse back in the day, wasn't he? Mm. So may, maybe he's just a weathered old man, anyway.
2: Yeah, it's very true. And Captain Marvel rescues him and Nebula. I don't know how she found them, but she did. Um, don't worry about that. Don't worry yeah. about it. There's a couple yeah. of things Not you said to let it, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Who's this
0: golden woman at the, the fucking window? I oh, don't worry uh, about.
2: It. Don't worry about that. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So she uh, takes you know Stark to Avengers headquarters. And actually, the scene where Stark has a go at Steve Rogers, Captain America, mm. got me. Fabulous acting. That was fabulous acting because mm. he is delirious because he's obviously been hungry for days or whatever. He's wasting away digitally. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I have to say, he had some points. You know, he was like, I told you we need a suit of armour to protect the world. The points were made. Uh, And he said, you said, Steve... If we lose, we lose together. Well, guess what? We've lost. You weren't there. You weren't there. We lost
0: and we didn't lose together, you fuck. Yeah.
2: So valid points. I think, you know, Captain America really takes a look at himself here and realises that he fucked up. Um, The Civil War issue obviously massively played into Thanos' hands. And this was an emotional scene. I think this was one of the most emotional scenes for me in the film. Mm. Seeing... Because I thought they were going to obviously reunite and be you know happy as Larry. Obviously not in this, the <laughs> aftermath, but eventually. That would have annoyed me. Though. That would have annoyed me. Hey, the, this this, scene, you, mate, you this right? scene was very necessary. It was I, good.
1: Yeah, I think it showed as well with Iron Man. Um, he's always been brilliantly played by Robert Downey Jr. But there's mm. always been a glibness, a quippiness, an ironicness. Yeah. And now in this film, especially considering how it ends, to see him in a more human way, like he is, he is vulnerable and he, you know, when he's having this breakdown at Captain America, you really feel it. You feel the disappointment, Mm. you feel the anger and I think it humanizes him. Well, it did for me anyway that he's not just this multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, whatever he is, Mm. sort of, action man there's there's something (laughs) Mm. below that which we've had hints at but yeah I thought and I thought
0: his performance was really great in this Mm. scene Um, yeah murmurs of uh, a potential Oscar nom nom for
2: uh... murmurs are there
0: oh yeah there's murmurs you've heard it here first uh, He's going to win the Oscar for Best
2: Actor. I'm gonna, Why not? I'm going to say, say this right now. This. If Black Panther got a nomination for Best Picture, I no, know but that...
0: But Okay, but Individual Acting Awards. Yeah, okay, yeah, Individual that, Acting Awards. That would be fucking impressive I thought for he, a children's action movie. I
2: thought uh, Robert Downey Jr. was the standout performer in this film. Yeah. I have to say, yeah. as, as in terms of weight of character, <laughs> not like laugh-out-loud moments, I think just general weight of character, he was excellent, and yeah. not weight of Thor. Now... um <laughs> The thing that shocked me the most about this film, from the trailers and everything that we've seen up to this point, and all the sort of speculation that we had had about how they were going to bring people back. Mm. Um, the thing that shocked me most, Thanos head chopped off 15 minutes into the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Brutal. And it was
1: kind of jarring in a way.
2: Loved it. I loved it because it literally said to you, where do they go from here? I mean, in my head, I was like, because obviously we do a lot of research. I was like, straight away, like, okay, they're going to quantum realm stuff. Mm. They're going time travel because that's the only way they can make this work. But to have Thanos' head literally chopped off mid-sentence mm. by Thor. And that moment from Thor, also an amazingly powerful scene. A moment of complete resignation from this deity mm. who is... You know, because he, he feels responsible for it because he didn't go for the head. Yeah. He even says here, oh, I went for the head. And it got a little chuckle from cinema, but I think everyone was in shock. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was shocking.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um I quite like Thanos. Well, yeah, but obviously, <laughs> look, we all came out of that first film and said, that is a Thanos origin film, kind of, in a way. <laughs> it's not his origin story, but it's it's, it's a way of making a villain mm. have, you know, I'm not saying his plan is is sane in any way, shape or form, but I'm saying you could see merits in what he's trying to do. Yeah. At, at you, least you, un, you understand yeah, he's him. he's
0: not just like, I want to destroy the world exactly. for no reason. Exactly. Like, what do you mean? What, what's your problem, mate?
2: So you understand. I that, felt like that was, the, yeah.
0: that was the end of the positive Thanos in this film.
2: Like, Well, he does slip back into this trope of, I want to destroy everything he, later on.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I I kind of get it but it's just so josh brolin is is afforded so much time to just have like excellent dialogue in infinity war yeah and in this it's so weak like and the last thing he says is just like oh fuck off no they're done with him there
2: is a line at the end i did really enjoy from him actually um but we'll come on to that later but yeah so he's dead instantly and then john interestingly this is thor walks out it cuts to black and we've talked about this and mm. you 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 had a go at me. Why? You said, nah, it's not gonna be years after the events of Endgame. I said I didn't have a go at you. You, you did?
0: No, I didn't have a go at you. I go say- and listen to the mm. Captain Marvel pod. You said, I think it's gonna be take place years. I did say that. Years. And I went, Really? And you went, um weeks. <laughs> So it's not having a go, it's climbed questioning in it. So yeah, you, you climb down, you bottled it.
2: Uh, I should have committed
0: more then. You should have committed more, uh, yeah. so five. You should have gone for the head. And this is a
2: very slow way. Five years <laughs> later. later. It's very, um, very slow. And it's the biggest time jump we've ever had in the MCU. The MCU's pretty much tracked real time with the release of the films. Mm. Um, you get a sense of time scale in this. Uh, it says like nine years or something, but Thanos says, or... Something like that in this yeah. film. Uh, I was shocked. Later. And the important thing here is we pick back up with ordinary people in a support group meeting. I know that Steve Rogers is chairing this meeting, mm. but who is interestingly talking? John, it's one of the Russos, isn't it? It is one of the Russos. I don't know which one. Sorry, Russos, the
1: gay one. <laughs>
2: He's gay in the story. I don't know if he's gay in real life. Probably, probably, maybe. Why Who? Not? And if you are, there's nothing wrong with that. Lucy, why are you saying that's an issue? No, I
1: didn't say it was an issue. I said which one was. Which one I was, it? was it? The gay one. Maybe they're
2: yeah. both gay, and if they are, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on.
0: Not one another because they're brothers.
2: Well, that wouldn't be okay. That's Game of Thrones, unless. <laughs> right, Any, okay, anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. uh, let's move on. So. It's normal people dealing with this aftermath once again. Leftovers, check it out. Same situation. Um, we're well, not sponsored by the leftovers. We're not, by but the way. I love it. So Steve Rogers, chairing the meeting, heads back to Avengers headquarters, mm. and you see that ScarJo or you know Black Widow is the new head of not Shield but the Avengers. Mm. She's
1: just the head of the chair. She just sits there, receives some intel, looks very sad.
0: She does look very sad.
2: Hasn't yeah, hasn't
1: cut her hair. Hair's See, a mess, it, man. It's grown out. It seems from five years ago. I mean, she's still pretty Red. good looking. So mm, yes, thank you. I know, but um, oh, the tips are blonde. She should have just mm. had a trim.
0: Correct. Yeah, but what? What is? Why is hair such a big issue? With well, let's just be honest. Like, the female characters in this film. Well, right? let's let's be honest. Captain Marvel with a short little do as well. Like, why does this matter? Why are women having to get like new hairstyles constantly like oh and uh, thor got a new a hairstyle style. as well well yeah but he's a drunk mess man. hulk
2: got a new hairstyle i don't know did he maybe should who knows short, uh, anyway Great. let's move on from hairstyles yes when the snap happened apparently the majority of the loss was in the hair industry <laughs> so um that, that explains it all um where should we go this is interesting we all knew that Scotty Lang Ant-Man was trapped in the quantum realm, Mm. but a rat uh, triggers... Uh, looked a bit like Gareth the rat. Oh. Triggered, uh, triggered. A little the, bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Same little tail and little mm. rat face. Yeah. Uh, triggered the. Sorry, Gaz. Scuttering around. Scuttering around. Skulking. Scurrying. skulk Scurrying, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, scurrying around. Mm. Uh, triggered, oh, what's going on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> triggered got the. Got these quantum assignments realm. to hand in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a teacher. Um, <laughs> it makes sense to us. And if you don't know who Gareth is, he's another member of this podcast. Yeah. Um, Why
0: would you? Why would rocket you? Rocket know
2: Raccoon. Yeah. The Rocket Raccoon of the group, but less funny. Me. yeah yeah anyway but more hairier mm, very much so and uh he triggers the quantum realm uh reversal um and uh scotty lang comes back mm. he comes back to a situation scotty lang that's what he's a mate
0: he's not a left winger for
2: fucking blackburn <laughs> rovers blackburn rovers is a football team here in england in case you want to know um fyi Soccer to the Americans, yeah. God, sure. and uh, we've gone what down. What does
1: Scotland do? He
2: comes back. <laughs> well, he's a winger for Black, but oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, he comes back and he doesn't know what's going on. Everyone's vanished. He's seeing missing posters everywhere, and he goes to this amazing thing. Actually, this memorial, which um, it details me of the um, yeah
1: Holocaust memorial yes. in Berlin.
2: And this is the kind of thing that <laughs> yeah. I imagine would be one of the first things that humanity would do in this sort of situation i know that sounds weird but as as human beings these memorials when you walk around them they are extremely emotive like like you said the holocaust memorial and yeah. all of this stuff and i found that scene actually quite powerful just having these placards in san francisco of just yeah. all of these people that were lost yeah. and he's looking for his daughter uh, daughter cassie who obviously is an integral part of the Ant-Man films. And um, he sees that his name is on there, but she's not on there. He mm. goes and finds her, and then he goes to meet the Avengers. Yeah, John, you're not a fan of Ant-Man, mm. really.
0: Um, no,
2: I'm not, no. No, but do you like oh, him? I did like did, Ant-Man you like, and the Wasp. You did, you did like Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. more than Ant-Man. Um, Scott, Scotty Lang, our boy, our left-winger from Blackburn, what are you thinking?
0: I'm thinking uh I really liked him in this film yeah me too he's uh it uh, it feels like it works this might be a commentary on paul Rudd's career to be honest, but good actor, I like him uh yeah, but he's good with a supporting cast, friends, you know you're not gonna cast him as. You'd not have Paul Rudd in, in Castaway just on a beach. That's all I'm saying. Wait a minute. If you, um, wait, if,
2: I would watch that. What would you, no, no just, just, you just, would. just have a, what would you, if you were to have a podcast where mm. you recast films like Castaway, what would you, what would you, <laughs> what would you call it? Would you call it Cast It? Oh, yes. Yeah, you would. And yeah. so Paul Rudd instead of Tom Hanks, what are you thinking with Wilson? It's quite good.
0: I might have Paul Rudd as Wilson. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
2: So if you like that sort of content and this sort of discussion, <laughs> uh, you can sponsor us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Continue, John.
0: Couple of bucks. Um, no, he's really good. I I, um, I thought he was... Uh, I always thought, like, he didn't really fit the rest of the MCU. Mm. I, I just look at him and think, what's Paul Rudd doing in this? In the same way that I'd be like, if... Um, if Will Ferrell was cast as someone, I'd be like, he don't belong here, mate. Yeah. Uh, but he's really good in this film, and he has some excellent moments. And at the one point that I thought he was dead in this film...
2: Oh, that was... You were like, upset.
0: oh, fuck. And I turned to you and I was like, fucking, he's dead.
2: I killed him. I thought he was dead. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I thought they were all dead at that point, but we'll get and on to that. And I was that. happy that he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought he was very good in this film. And his plan to use the quantum realm which is something that has been set up in previous mcu films especially ant man and the wasp to navigate time go back get the infinity stones and undo the snap is the integral part of this film mm. lucy time travel we speculated <laughs> uh, in our infinity war podcast that much like the comics all of the souls that were lost are trapped within the soul stone and that they could be brought back Yep. Yeah. We did say that time travel was a possibility with the Time Stone. However, the quantum realm, time travel, thoughts.
1: Okay, so um, time travel is notoriously difficult to execute in films. And navigate. And navigate. Um, And navigate. And there are a few Technically impossible, but go on. They obviously reference it. Um, Ant-Man, Scott Lang, Scotty Lang on the left wing. Yes. Um, Oh, boy. (laughs) Putting the crosses in. He did... (laughs) reference all the films and he said quantum leap love that film yeah. Yeah. that show I yeah. loved anyway. it when they reeled off those Classic. films um, yeah great show so I think they did it well enough but I do think there's always potential for problems mm. in any any given film you want to name that includes time travel there's yeah. always yeah. but wouldn't if you did that wouldn't that happen mm. going back and changing the past is always going to alter the future. Yeah.
2: Well, not in this film.
1: I know because
2: they go off on tangents, they go off on yeah. multiverse theory. So I think the important thing to think with time travel films is do you enjoy them? Like, let's look at Terminator. Do you enjoy it? Yes. 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 Do you enjoy Luba? Yes. Mm. You- Luba? Luba. Luba's the uh, X rated. Uh- <laughs> Sorry, that was my. I- oh, delete my search history. Um- <laughs> Luba. Luba. Well, yeah. yeah. Let's l- snap your fingers and
0: you're. <laughs> search history disappears (laughs) actually just
2: a fun little um piece of info for any listeners if you google thanos right now stop what you're doing google luber no (laughs) (laughs) no i am serious google thanos and in the top of the search there'll be an infinity gauntlet if you click the infinity gauntlet it periodically dissolves 50 percent of your searches yeah it is amazing, so Brilliant. go check that out. That genuinely is a, works. Genuinely doing it earlier. A little bit of, fun. what, luber or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I went
0: to Snap after Luba. Oh, yeah, yeah. To get rid yeah. of Luba. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you
2: got to do. Yeah. Um, I've lost my chain of thought. Okay, so uh, time travel. Time travel. But time travel is, you know, a problem in films. But if you just ignore it and just go with it, I think you just have a, a really fun romp. I think
1: they worked within it pretty well and there wasn't any obviously glaring omissions or problems i mean there's mm-hmm. quite a few
2: problems no. it's quite yeah. a few issues Just
1: don't look at the strings it's fine <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah very good very good so yeah. tony stark is integral to this time travel uh, plan because he's obviously the smartest person they know however we learn <laughs> we learn that he has had a daughter something that was mentioned in infinity war and um his daughter is one of the cutest kids of all time it seems mm. so when they introduced her as a character and my interpretation of, of timeline theory I was like well he's not going to want to go back and change things because now he's got someone that is so important to him yeah he doesn't want to rewrite history mm. because yeah. he doesn't want to lose his daughter now I'm happy that that she survived let's put it that way and that he didn't have that decision to make and it was a, just a, a different Reality that was created or timeline that was created. Mm. Um, but what were your thoughts on Tony finally having a uh, having some responsibility in this world? Because obviously Pepper, him, him and Pepper broke up and then they got back together. But this is true responsibility. And he seems to be flourishing under the role of the parent. Mm.
0: Well, look, I mean, he's a good parent, isn't he? He's, you know, he's a cool she, parent. She loves him 3000. Yes. Yeah, oh, so, sweet, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were a few bottom lip moments with the, the little girl. She's very sweet. Very
2: sweet. Um, Great casting.
0: But then it's like, well, why does why does Tony take the chance?
2: I think he's been looking at the. It's it's not that they just he's came greedy, isn't he? He's greedy. He wants all. Yeah, he wants he all the
1: glory, the doesn't he? Because he Very knows it could man. work. Because he does the test.
0: Well, I just think he's a selfish man. Yeah. Well.
1: Well, I think if he, I think he abandons would... his
0: daughter. He dies in the end. Spoiler I think
1: warning. he was selfish to not want to help.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I think selfish. the thing is more. Self- I'm all right, Jack. It's more selfish to say, oh, well, you know, four billion people died, yeah. or trillions died daughter. in the universe. I've got a daughter. How many know.
1: people lost daughters?
0: Okay, but
1: Hawkeye lost three of his kids.
2: All right, but and his wife.
0: So mm. you know, he's taking a chance, thinking it might happen. Yeah, uh, he dies. Yeah, uh, to his daughter, she, the She's daughter's fine. just lost her world.
2: She's yeah, lost yeah, but she seemed all right. To be yeah, fair. she did seem right. She's yeah. strong. Yeah, selfish.
1: I don't think she realizes. A <laughs> couple <laughs> of cheeseburgers hanging
0: Co- around with fucking John Favreau. We'll and get she's onto that. Right. Happy. Sorry. Uh,
2: yeah. We'll get onto that. But yeah, Tony does actually figure it out uh, the, the quantum realm time travel thing very easily. Very easily. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of the
1: simulation. Oh, it does work. Yeah. And yeah. he he
2: falls back in his chair and he's like, he says to Pepper, like, I can do something to save. Oh, it's her. a shit. He does say shit and then that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he says to Pepper, I can do something here to save everyone. And she encourages him to do it because, as she says, telling him not to do it has never worked before. And that is the case with him. So he is a hero. Um this
0: <laughs> where we insert the music? Yeah, or... yeah. <laughs>
2: no, he is a, he is a hero. So they and, needed a hero, didn't they? I they I needed
0: need a hero. That's, when you insert that's
2: the Pokemon trailer. Um <laughs> After perfecting uh, time travel with the help of Bruce and Tony. Actually, I think we should chime in here with Bruce. Yeah. Because we haven't talked about Hulk. And I I know... Hulk. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know for you, John, and for me, Mm. Hulk is a major problem in this film. Yeah. Um, This was one of the elements that almost didn't make it a masterpiece for me Mm. of a film. Now, why did we we didn't get hulk properly in infinity war which for me was a letdown because hulk is one of the most a comic character like comic booky and comic in terms of funny characters that we can get mm. action driven characters didn't get him in infinity war and now we're getting this meek pathetic uh crossbreed between the two characters which terrible. there is comic uh backing for this terrible. but for me it it was terrible
0: terrible terrible fucking terrible man like <laughs> He takes a fucking beating at the beginning of Infinity War, and then that's it. We just, we'd never get that Hulk ever again. He's never going to get a solo film. So just no. give him his big moment in mm. this. Like, all of the stuff that he does is banner stuff. Yeah. It's, it, him using his brain. I don't care if, like. we got Tony was, for that. Yeah, but I don't care if it's always oh, hilarious to see him taking photos of people yeah. walking into a cat. That it's was like, funny, though. That's not really his away. role,
1: though, is it, Hulk? And I also think. There's too many people that just
0: turn into comic relief in this film.
2: Yeah, too
1: much. You look at Infinity War; Hulk didn't appear. Well, he didn't. Makes you at the start
2: was cool when he got battered. Yeah, I know.
1: But it makes you think, right? Well, what's he going to do in uh, Endgame? This is it then for Hulk, and he didn't. And it was just, it just didn't, it didn't play out the way I think most people thought it would, and it was a, a bit of a betrayal I think of the Hulk character because you think the build up for Infinity War means that he's going to he's going to really play a major role in Endgame. And he did in one way, which I'm sure we'll get onto, a very major role. And I know that to do that, he needed to be this crossbreed, as I think you said. Mm. But it's just a shame that, yeah, eating loads of food and taking funny selfies and dabbing. Oh, is, it, is it really? Like- it
2: was a bit. That was a bit cringe for me, yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the thing about Hulk is he is this primal you know chaotic sort of character which can wreak absolute devastation upon mm. like in in a battle we just didn't get that at all across two films mm. in which he is arguably one of the most powerful avengers yeah like he's up there with thor in ragnarok you know he's on a par with strongest thor.
0: avenger you know yeah.
2: you know what i mean so
0: raging fire
2: yeah i love yeah. in ragnarok that is brilliant. So good. So and he's good. Still
1: funny in that. Yes. But incredibly strong and powerful. Ooh, yes. So he can. He could have done both. But to I have understand him the jeans ar- was just a bit weird. I
2: understand the arc of the character because you've got Age of Ultron where he was reluctant to be Hulk. Mm. Then you've got Ragnarok when he was just Hulk. And now I understand that they they've merged the character. But for me, it didn't. It's it didn't, lazy though. It, isn't it? is lazy. It, I felt I felt that was lazy. Uh, I thought Thor was inspired. I felt this was lazy, and. And for me, Banner just wasn't good enough in this film. Mm. And that is my biggest letdown of this film.
0: But can you imagine if he was just Banner throughout this film and then when the whole building thing collapses at the end, let's just say, uh, you know, Ruffalo, he's down there, he's drowning... Yeah. And then as they assemble, he just becomes Hulk again and goes fucking ballistic. I'd love that. That, that would, would be more amazing. Impact. Yeah. Rather than, oh, Ant Man is a big man now and he's saving the day. Yeah. Why is Ant Man saving Hulk? <laughs> that's <laughs> mental. Ant Man is saving Hulk
2: and War Machine. Like, oh, come on. I man. mean, War Machine's a joke, but let's yeah. uh, let's crack on. I mean, I love Don Cheadle, but, but no that's offense.
0: That's still Iron Man technology. Yeah. Like. That's true.
2: That's true. As I mentioned there, Thor. I felt was inspired in this film. I know that you guys might have conflicting opinions on Thor, but I think Mm. for his character and for what he's been through, if you watch the first Thor film, it's not that funny. Uh, He's not that funny. Thor, the dark world is terrible. It's the worst MCU film by a long shot. And this film goes some way to actually making that film better. Mm. Um, Thor Ragnarok, hilarious. Uh, And that was the moment where Guardians of the Galaxy crept into Thor's world, in a way, in terms of humor, color palette, just general themes, characters, actors that they hide in certain roles, Mm. like Jeff Goldblum. And I like Thor now. He's arguably my favorite Avenger. You watch Infinity War. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's brilliant. Not only that, he has the best moment in the film, without a shadow of a doubt. And he fucks up. He fucks up. He, he essentially could have stopped Thanos, and he didn't. And he's paying for that now. And this mm. sort of fat, overweight, hilarious version of Thor, whilst also scared version of Thor, mm. for me is inspired. And I kept turning to you during the film, John. I was cracking up. He mm. he really lit the film up for me.
0: Yeah, he is funny. I, th- I think, um, but I think Chris Hemsworth is. Naturally funny, I think. Like, um, how dare he be funny and look
1: like that? I it's know. just not fair.
0: Jesus. Well, you know, some must got it. He doesn't need the fat suit though, does he? he doesn't really need that. No. Like the the PTSD stuff, um, the drinking. Um, he can be out of shape, sure. It doesn't need to be playing yeah. Fortnite with fucking. Oh Korg, no, I like. I, actually,
2: I actually really like Korg, I, and I know you think the dab. No, I like Korg. You yeah, know I like Korg. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the scene with the dab and, and Hulk, I do agree, was was cringe. The Fortnite because it's like, yeah, but the Fortnite stuff was good. And the other why thing is, though? well, think about the younger audience as well. Like, no offense, like yeah, no, some of this I, audience I that, yeah. will absolutely love that, and I loved it. We all played Fortnite. We played Fortnite. Oh, I don't play Fortnite. Well, you have played it.
0: I played it once and then deleted it. Yeah, so, well, you've yeah. played it though, haven't you? Yeah, so because some the verb. noob was harassing me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was being harassed for being didn't, And he didn't
2: have Thor to go and say, <laughs> hey, leave him alone, I'll come over there, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the god of thunder. Yeah. No, I like that, and I, I genuinely liked his interactions here and the way he was. I understand the criticism that you're going to give him, saying he doesn't need the fat suit. No, it-
1: I think to have him suffer from PTSD and to go into some kind of depression is actually really... It's a really novel way of showing the effects of the previous films, but I do think having this comedic reveal of look, he's fat. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not very nice. Like it's. It's below Marvel to treat like fat people like that. I think. I just think having it as this kind of hilarious reveal. And I'm not gonna lie, I laughed. I was like, "Ha, hey, he's fat." And then throughout <laughs> the film, I was like, "Why is this bothering me so much?" Is it just because I want to see Hemsworth six pack? And after the film. I think John... you're just annoyed
2: about the Patreon as well, did you? Know.
1: John sent me a, a really good article about it and it kind well, don't of throw me under the bus. Well you did. Um oh, and it kinda f- opened my eyes to why it really didn't work as well as it could have. Like you say, John, he could have just been out of shape. He could have just been wearing that big sweatshirt and he's just a bit of a slob now. And it would have worked better. Um and I was, to begin with, I kind of like, What when is he gonna get buffed? When is he gonna go back to normal? But it did show Ooh, normal, I think so. uh, uh, Well normal for thought. Can yeah. I
2: just say If you're drinking a lot, this is a this is a commentary on alcoholism. Don't drink all the time. Like no offense, you you, you can't just have him drink all the time. But he was the butt of a
1: lot of jokes because he was overweight. Yeah, Yeah. and I I think not just because he was
2: overweight, but because he was he was was embodying certain characters like Big Lebowski and all this other stuff. That was good.
1: But when he's just looking like the dude, that's fine. But there was a few jabs at his weight, which I think were a bit tasteless. However. There were some amazing moments like when he is back in um, Asgard back I think in 2013 and mm. just before he's spoken to his mother and he gets Mjolnir and he <laughs> realises that he's he is still worthy and it doesn't matter. To be Thor... Yeah, and then she you don't, ends it with... You don't need to have... a salad. You, yeah, that is rude. <laughs> yeah. Well, if my mom said that to me, I'd take advice. You don't need to so. have um, a six pack and have the cape and everything six else. pack of beer. You can still be yeah. the hero that you're supposed to be. So that mm. was that was nice. I think they could have done it better. However... Chris Hemsworth performance for me, he's just, he has nailed it. He got the intensity of his despair at f- having failed to be a hero mm. that could have saved the world and failed, literally causing the death of trillions. Yeah. He really nailed it. And then there was so many funny moments. And yet, I mean, I'm not even a guy, but, you know, fuck that guy for being so funny and looking... Mm yeah
2: obscenely good looking I, I want to say lucy that we came out of the cinema yesterday i'm gonna throw you under the bus here and you were like yeah i like the film i was just upset that chris hensworth wasn't looking fitter
1: well,
2: uh, so after a, that big spiel
1: that. i've just I, said that i literally said that i was disappointed that he wasn't so when's you gonna get buff? you're
2: treating men like pieces of meat are you doing what
1: men have done to us for centuries well no, me and john said
2: anything about any women during this podcast you said like, you wish i looked
1: like black widow Absolutely not! I'd (laughs) pay. I said. I said we'd
2: pay thousands of dollars for that. (laughs) You would. You
1: would never see Black Widow. go to sea like that
0: would you with a um, fat suit they never do it imagine if the first scene of the film (laughs) is her sitting at that desk but she's massively overweight can not even get her feet on the desk
2: director's cut anyway let's move on Hawkeye uh, has joined the group again because Natasha tracks him down as Ronin. he's been Mm. travelling the world and executing cartels Yakuza you name it they've been executed because he believes that the good people have been taken and some of the bad people are still there (laughs) Ronin Fact. is a is a character from the comics, mm. and I love this iteration of Hawkeye. But he is brought back to humanity by Natasha, his oldest and dearest friend, mm. and they do have this deep love for each other, which we'll get onto later, as it's a very integral part of the film. Yeah. He successfully, with the help of Tony and Bruce and the rest of the Avengers, travels back in time and tells the group that the time machine works and that they can finally enact this plan. Now we move on to Act Two. <laughs> we Yes, we're back after that little musical interlude for Act Two. This is going to be a long podcast, but like Endgame, I'm sure you love all of it. Yes, I'm spitting on your notes. Sorry, John. Uh, let's crack on. The Avengers identify their target years and locations and stones. So basically, there's a big brainstorming meeting, which is actually hilarious. You've got characters like Thor looking like the dude from Big Lebowski. They're all running through their personal interactions with the Infinity Stones. And funnily enough, They target a time when not one, but two Infinity Stones, three three Infinity Stones, sorry, are in New York. Mm. That is mental.
0: Yeah. Time time Stone, Space Stone and
2: and Mind mind Stone, stone. which is in in Loki's Scepter. Mm. Uh, That is hilarious considering the whole universe, these stones were created from the whole universe. They're on Earth.
1: In one city. In one
2: city, always one New York. Always New York. Yeah. There's three stones at one point. That is amazing, I found. Um, and I liked the fact that this is where we're getting the elements of Back to the Future 2, which is my favorite, one of my favourite films of all time, um, coming into play in the Avengers universe. Mm.
0: How cool is it to see the ancient one? Yeah.
2: Uh, it was cool really to see the ancient cool. one. So let's jump into what happens here just before we get on to that. Uh, the teams are <laughs> broken up into little squads. Yep. They all have their mission. Their mission is to go collect the Infinity Stone and bring it back to present day mm. where they will make a new gauntlet, click their fingers, and everyone will reappear. That is the goal. Mm. We have three teams. We have Nebula, Rhodey, Hawkeye, and Natasha going to Vormir and Morag, respectively, to mm. get the Soul Stone from Vormir and the Power Stone from Morag. Mm. We have Rocket and Thor going to Asgard back in twenty thirteen to get the reality stone, mm-hmm. which is embedded within Jane Foster. Surprise she's back. Boom. Um oh, I love Natalie Portman. Right. Uh, she's a good actress.
0: She's terrible in these movies.
2: Yeah, but she's you know. They're terrible she, movies. she she's an Oscar Whoa. winner, mate. She's an Oscar winner. So don't ever bad mouth her. Her Put some respect on her name. son. She's shit in this. Bro. Unbelievable. The booze is taking hold of us all. She
0: was booed by plenty
2: of people in the audience when she
0: came No, up. she wasn't. No, we she wasn't. There, I was booing. You, you, <laughs> you were. You were saying boo No one else was.
2: I'm pretty sure that John went, yeah, Jane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know you loved Jane so much, mate. Uh, so Thor and Rocket are, go- are going for Jane and the reality stone. And then we have a team of Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk... An Ant Man, Yep, Scotty Lang. Scott Scotty Lang, left winger from Blackburn, <laughs> uh, going for the three stones of time, space, and mind, uh, respectively, all at the same time as the Battle of New York is happening,
0: mm.
2: which is from the first Avengers awesome, film, yeah. and amazing to see that again in some in some aspects. What do you guys think about this idea of like Back to the Future Two going back, seeing these famous scenes? Uh, but seeing them from a different perspective and also seeing some new scenes that we never saw before.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was fun just to see it from different sort of viewpoints um, and having the characters in the background watching events unfold was really enjoyable. Also liked, um, it's particularly with Thor and later on when Tony and Cap have to go back to the 70s, um, them getting to reckoning with loss from their past as well, not just mm. the loss that they've experienced after the click but loss that has shaped them. Uh,
2: sorry, um, me and John are Marvel fans. You've got to call it a Snap, mate. You yeah, can't you be calling it snap. Click.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. You're no, Marvel a fans. Click. All right. The DC fan over here. <laughs> yeah. It obviously built up their characters to be able to do, mm. to sort of confront the loss from their past. So I enjoyed that as well. Yeah. I think some of it, like, for example, going back to the 70s, my attention started to wander a little bit and that's when I kind of was like... It's all Stan Lee uh, though, didn't you? Yeah, that was nice. Mm. But a lot of convoluted...
0: Yeah, I agree, sort of a little bit. I bend, mean,
1: bending over backwards. I understand it and it made sense and it's fine, but it didn't grow... Like you think of something like Infinity War, mm. you'll just grip the whole way through and this one yeah. kind of like... Mm, I was so into sort of wander off in my mind toilet break time well (laughs) i did not have a toilet break but it didn't hold my attention as much as other parts of the film
2: you did also get to see these emotional scenes with tony and his father which i actually felt really got to me because he idolized his father and he never got to say goodbye to him properly Mm -hmm. and also you get cap and peggy so for me it actually resonated in a very important way and it you know really foreshadowed what was going to happen with Cap later on. Those scenes can't be taken for granted. They can't be dis- dismissed Hell, as boring.
0: Um, how did Peggy not see this massive guy staring at her for Because uh, I think
2: it's one of those two-way windows, mate. <laughs> <laughs> two-way no, window. No, it wasn't. Could be.
0: Because when it flipped the other way, you could see him staring through. So, well,
2: you know, not an just, expert. I, I didn't well, think it was boring. I just glass, was yes, I
1: am. <laughs> <laughs> But I think may- maybe they went on a little bit too long and... Compared to some of the other parts of the film, Mm. it didn't hold my attention as well.
2: Well, let's stick with, uh, before we go to the 70s, let's stick with Tony, Cap America, Ant-Man. Cap America. uh, Cappy and uh, Hulk as they try and get the three stones. So I just want to shout out a couple key scenes here. Yeah. The elevator scene with Cap. And a scepter. Excellent. So excellent. this is an, an exact replica of the I think I believe it's the winter soldier scene. Winter soldier, yeah. Where he's in the elevator, mm-hmm. surrounded by obviously exactly I checked it out, exactly the same amount of people, exactly mm-hmm. the same cast same in the same sort of elevator, and he needs to get away or whatever yeah. in that in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, exactly the same actors. You wait, I, I literally grabbed you on the knee, John, and was like, mm. oh my god, they're doing the elevator scene again. <laughs> And the moment he said Hail Hydra,
0: everyone just biggest la- laugh biggest
2: laugh in the audience of the whole of the whole night, I think. Mm. And then he just walks out with the scepter. That is amazing yeah, stuff. That was sweet. This film, for whatever you say about it, really does take a bit of care with the previous films that have gone before it. And it makes you appreciate the twenty-one films before this point mm. that have gone into play. You know, just a moment like that is amazing. Then we get cap fighting himself.
0: It's pretty good. Like I guess again uh, my look my my favorite part in uh, in New York is the realization that uh it wasn't just the Avengers fighting, like you had the sorcerer supreme and then the gems yeah. yeah, fighting yeah. that as that well. Cool like, I love that. I I love the idea that it's like they helped, and at no point have you ever considered that they were helping. Yeah, mm. like they're they're just so yeah. behind the scenes. Yes. I love that. I I appreciated that so much. Um, and you learn the fact that uh, the ancient one knew about uh, Doctor Strange already. Yeah, mm. you know you're five years too early. Like yeah. I love that. That's stuff. so good. That stuff really good. Um, the Captain America fight against Captain America.
2: Yeah, it was fine. I. Like, there's a couple of moments in there which I just want to highlight for comedic value yeah, where he goes, I can do this all day. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he goes, yes, yes. I was cracking I think up it was at that. was good
1: to kind of see how Captain America used to be this kind yes. of super old fashioned, mm. like idealistic, yeah. pro America guy because mm. he's obviously been frozen in ice for seven and years. And at that time,
2: S.H.I.E.L.D. as well, Lucy, was was his life and he yeah. didn't know about Hydra and all that sort of yeah, stuff. He was and very now idealistic. He's, he's so been to through see the ringer.
1: Our Cap now just like, oh, I know, like, yeah. I know what I used to be like and this isn't going to be easy. Yeah. It was a nice little callback. He he knew that
2: he couldn't say to the old Captain America because the old Captain America was so regimented. He couldn't say to him, I'm from the future. It's almost
1: like Buzz Lightyear, that type of Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly like that. And it was amazing where he also said, that is America's ass. I was cracking up again. (laughs) So good. Loved everything about that. They obviously fuck up with the Tesseract. Loki gets that and he takes it. So they have to go back to the 70s. Hulk succeeds in getting the Time Stone by convincing the Ancient One that Doctor Strange just you know just gave, said, yeah, gave it up willingly. It up willingly. Mm. And we did say in our original podcast that when he said to Tony, we're in the end game now, mm. that was a reference to the fact that they had to lose to win and yeah. it's the only time they could actually do it. So yeah. that is very important and it was a good tie-in here.
0: Yeah,
1: It was a good way to get the stones and it, it gave some fan service with seeing... Super fan service. You know, some old scenes replayed mm. yeah. and some... Characters like obviously, John hates Natalie Portman famously. She's terrible. Seeing her, Tilda Swinton. That was a great surprise for me. I She's was really great. happy to yeah. see her because I love Doctor Strange. So having these little callbacks, seeing Tony's dad, um, seeing Peggy, it was really it was nice yeah. to to do that. And yeah, fan mm-hmm. service, majorly.
2: So Thor and Rocket get the ether. Or the reality stone out of Jane, which is quite funny because literally, uh, and this is going to sound like an innuendo, but Rocket literally sucks the ether out of uh, (laughs) uh, Jane and then runs for his life. So dodgy. Mm. And uh, Thor (laughs) has a little meeting of his mother, which is quite nice. And I have to say, improves Thor the Dark World because in Thor the Dark World, I felt the relationship between mother and son wasn't that good. Mm. And I felt here it was really good. Yeah. So it kind of improved that film for me, in a way, or at least gave a bit of closure to that mother-son relationship. Although she did say that he needs to have yeah. a salad.
1: I mean, her them arriving on the day that she's due to die. Yes. You know, that was fairly poignant. And mm. they could have made more. I'm glad they didn't of him being like, no, we will save my mother as well, which the old Thor probably would have made some attempt mm, to do. Yeah. Um Not yeah drunk, and they're
2: Thor just roaming around. Doesn't in his know what sweatpants. fucking day of um, the week it is. I've been there, bro. Their
1: scene, their interaction was good, and it was more really great acting from Hemsworth, really hammering home this sort of the emotional hammers he's oh. taking.
0: Hammer oh. And speaking of hammers As we mentioned before, he's worthy. Mjolnir's back. Cheeky fucker. How's he taking that with him?
2: I mean I like it. God the Thunder. That's so cheeky though. And I have to say I didn't see what was coming uh later on coming at all because i i I thought he had two weapons i was like Mm. that's greedy uh but we'll talk about that much later because that's Mm. one of my favorite things in the mcu ever let's move on to the the next four avengers who are splitting up between morag and vormir and i want to talk about the mission to vormir to get the soul stone Nebula could have told the Avengers that to get the Soul Stone, you have to trade a soul. Do you think she didn't do so and sent Clint and Natasha on this journey because she knew that they loved each other? No. Well, that just seems like a massive oversight. Yeah. She knows that Gamora was killed there and Thanos received the Soul Stone. She even says so in Infinity Mm. Infinity War. Why would she not? then manipulate circumstances so she that one. She doesn't know though. She, sure, does know. she does know. She does know. She knows. She knows that Vormir that doesn't is the price that the- you have to pay.
0: Yeah. Well maybe. I mean, let's- I mean it would have been poor of, of Nebula to go right. Me and War Machine are going to go uh- into Yeah
2: exactly Vormir. yeah that exactly. <laughs> so interestingly they go to Vormir, we see Red Skull once again and the most emotional scene from Infinity War up uh, arguably is mm. the death of Gamora in which Alan Silvestri's score is beautifully rousing, and we get that again here. this started off comedic and then got extremely emotional for me very quickly um the relationship between hawkeye and natasha is is one of the best relationships in the avengers mm. easily dating back from the first avengers and even earlier than that potentially this this was amazing and when natasha died i was devastated because she is one of my favorite characters mm thoughts on, on Natasha meeting the same fate as Gamora.
0: Is it, right, is it as emotional as the Gamora scene?
1: No, not for me. I have, um,
2: I have more and of an... I'm in it. I, well, that's true. I have more of an emotional connection to, to Natasha than I do Gamora. Um, yep. That wasn't the question. No, so for me, for me, when she said, just let me go, <clears> and <throat> the the difference is between the two scenes, I think, is that, Gomorrah was killed and Natasha was sacrificing herself mm-hmm. but the the person you know, that was responsible for her, you know, not the, the Hawkeye was felt responsible for her dying. And then the aftermath of that yes is, yes
1: or no question then. <laughs> no,
2: it's, yes. I think it was more emotional because of mm. the relationship between these two characters. Look, I know start, Star, if Star Lord was there, if Peter Quill was there with Gamora mm. and Gamora killed herself, hundred percent, that's a more emotional scene for me. Mm. But because it was Hawkeye and Natasha, it was very emotional. Yeah. And, Scarlett Hansen has been amazing. Uh if you think about Hawkeye and um Natasha as characters, they're just human beings. You know, this they're my favorite type of superhero, you know, the Batman sort of characters, the Iron Man sort of characters. These characters which are just human beings and they're, you know, standing up for themselves with these deity-like characters like Thor, mm. Captain Marvel, Thanos, and they're giving it a go and they're doing everything they can, mm. you know, but they're very human as well. So to lose Characters like that, like when Vision died, I wasn't that bothered. Like I'm not that bothered because he's. Oh, uh, see, over... I was. Yeah, but for me, he's not got much, you know, depth as a character. It's not him,
0: though, is it? It's no. the relationship that you care about. I understand. So it's yeah, like, it's tragic. Am... It's like yes, you got one person having to kill yes. their world to save the world, and like the music that, there that was is, very good as well. Yeah, that like, that is devastating. That
2: is devastating. But when but when he died, for me. A character like Natasha is a more human character that I've related to. We understand her mm. backstory. She's so troubled. She doesn't even know her father's name here. Mm. Red Skull tells her father's name for the first time. Mm. That's emotional. Robert. It was Ivan, <laughs> uh, actually. But I
1: think the relationship with Gamora and um, Thanos is so much more complex. And I don't know why. Maybe it is her performance. But I just think it was more, for me... When Gomorrah died it had more of an impact on me you than just, Natasha. Yeah. Well
0: you just know what's coming. You, you know what's coming with yeah. um with Hawkeye and uh Yeah you know one of them's going. Yeah, and I it have assumed to, it so wouldn't be
1: Hawkeye. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah. with Gomorrah, because at first she's elated because she thinks you don't love me, you're not going to be able to do this and then the realisation that he actually does love her mm. and that's gonna get him help him destroy the world is devastating. Mm. And I think for me it had more of an impact, but it was still very Emotional and very tragic mm-hmm. to see what happened to Natasha. She looked lovely even when she was dead, spread out with mm-hmm. the yeah. blood coming out of her hair.
2: Yeah, yeah. good. Her hair improved, did it, Lucy? or
1: <laughs> Yeah, the, the blood improved it, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, good good to know. uh So that was, that for me was arguably the most emotional scene in the film, me personally. And I'm sad you guys didn't feel that same way because oh, no, it was very it emotional. Was, it was
0: emotional, 100%. Like it's Black Widow for fun That's seconds.
2: perma-death on Black um, Widow.
0: Yeah, but it's Scarlett Johansson. She's going to go and earn a bucket load elsewhere. I know,
2: it's not about that,
0: is it? Yeah, but Paul Bettany isn't going to get anybody (laughs) elsewhere. So, that's what I'm saying.
2: Good, 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 yes. Uh, Let's talk about the final duo, which is uh, Nebula and War Machine. Question for both of you... did you get, like, hooking up vibes going on here at one point?
0: With who, sorry?
2: Nebula and War Machine. No. No. Oh, when they were, like... Uh, this is you misreading
0: stuff again. Oh. My classic Len.
2: Classic Len. Uh, <laughs> Read
0: the signals, come on. Pretty sure that
2: robot fancies me. <laughs> okay, let's move on. That's good. Um, so, Nebula... Uh, retrieves the power stone Uh, as you see peter quill dancing to no music that was hilarious hilarious. so it's funny when you see people like silent disco style yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh from the first guardians um and then war machine travels back with the stone but nebula is compromised and her neural drive somehow reveals with the this timeline nebula to Mm. thanos that that he succeeded with the snap Mm he succeeded in getting all the stones and that this group of Avengers has not given up. They've traveled back in time to stop stop him. So now not only has Thanos got more information than he had previously, mm. he is more in tune with what the plan is. And he's also more equipped maybe to try and get all the stones in one fell swoop and then yeah. wipe out the universe. Mm. What were your thoughts on this? Because we were wondering how... Thanos was going to come back into the story. Um, And I felt this made him... This turned him from a complex character into a maniacal character.
0: Yeah. I guess at one point I was sitting there thinking, well, hold on, do they... Is this the reason why... It starts the whole Thanos thing, like do, do they Maybe, yeah, like a yeah, loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kinda of like is this cause and effect and all that? Like Luba. And then uh <laughs> like that classic film Luba. Um that you should be deleting from your history immediately. Um Yeah, but and then it, it wasn't that interesting. Um and to be honest, I'm I'm glad because otherwise it would have got fucking so complicated. Four hour film. Yeah, like Luba. Um, yeah so it was alright
2: what's Luba tracking out on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment
0: (laughs) they banned it from Rotten Tomatoes good
2: point Nebula's compromised Thanos is on a plan however all of the stones return to Earth in our five year forward timeline apart from Black Widow and we do have this amazing aftermath scene with Mm. the characters dealing with the loss of of Scar which I actually felt really got to me because even Thor was like no we can fix this we can fix this and He's then, pissed
0: at that
2: point, though. It, constantly pissed, always drunk. Um, and Hawkeye's like, "No, she's she's gone. She's she's gone for me."
0: Look, I you know I don't have any of your you know spacey magicy yeah you know experience, but I'm pretty sure she's dead. Yeah. Definitely dead. Definitely dead. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> which was devastating, and obviously Bruce takes this quite. I know you don't like Hulk in this film, John, but. And we did need to. Do re- you? So don't... Well, no, I don't. But we need to remember that their relationship was a very interesting one. In Age mm. of Ultron, they were mm. on the cusp of actually having a relationship. I
1: Thought he might react slightly stronger.
2: He threw a park bench across yeah, a lake.
1: But that was all. What have you ever done? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought I that wish he I might throw see... a park bench over a lake. I yeah. thought yeah. I'd be on maybe he'd Go for Hulk. Mm. with this news because of their
2: that's a relationship. Good, that's yeah. a good idea, Lucy. He should have maybe gone full Hulk.
0: Well, most people were... Well, not most people. There were a few people, too. Um, me and someone else that speculated that we would get World Breaker Hulk Ooh. through, you know... The loss of, the Scar- loss of, yeah. of ScarJo. But, but, no, he threw a bench. But, yeah, he threw a bench. So, he, yeah... It just it resulted acting. in littering. Yeah. Uh, so we got
2: we got Bench Breaker Hulk and Hulch, <laughs> ben- hey, It's
0: Hulch everybody. Absolute <laughs> <Active>
2: budget event. <adventures. laughs> Bench Breaker Hulk, uh, and now it's time to move on to Act Three, which Finale. we're going to get to after this musical interlude. Lovely musical interlude there as we move on to act three. The group build a new gauntlet which Hulk will wield. It has all six stones. He snaps his fingers in an attempt, or as Lucy says, clicks his fingers in an attempt to restore the 50% of all life. And it works. It totally works. All life is restored. (laughs) That's the end. And that's it. it. However, there is a very, very brutal scene where Mm. Hulk just looks up and the the dreadnought is above them and it just rains fire down upon them. And at this point, John, you thought Ant Man was dead. I thought a lot How's
0: he surviving? On, now.
2: Honestly, I thought they were all dead. I don't know how, but I just mm. thought they were all incinerated. Yeah. Um end credits. Well, I didn't think we end credits. I was like, <laughs> someone's gonna somehow go back and save them or something. But mm. it felt to me like they were all obliterated there. Powerful stuff.
0: Well, again, like Ant Man, he's looking out the window going, what's that up there? And then it just he explodes. And I'm like, how's he survived that?
2: He went, small man. He's
0: well, bent. yeah, well, see, that annoys me. That, that's the second explanation that I've heard. That's his power. I was uh... like, oh, yeah, he went, small man. No! <laughs> I don't care how big or small you are, if you're hit with a fucking bomb, you blow up. Yeah. If anything, if you go smaller, it's worse. How's it matter? Would you rather someone throw a grenade at you or a nuclear bomb? I. Like, yeah, I'll have the grenades. Ants are really please. strong,
1: aren't they? Yeah, For their that size. It doesn't work
0: that way, though. I mean, Ant Man. <laughs> No, I know he is,
2: but... <laughs> and man <laughs> <laughs> and man So oh, I don't know how he survived that, I've got to say. That's it, but... fair enough. And the characters do survive, but Thanos is here. He's been brought back by Nebula, who has infiltrated the group. So annoying. Pretended to be regular Nebula. Annoying. and Regu- then Regular. Reg- regular. Reg- regular. regular. Bl- that's good. Yeah. Um, and basically, we get this war that is about to break out. But before we do we have a, an amazing scene of Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, the original three Avengers in a way, the most powerful and important Avengers. And best. And yeah. best, just generally. The trio. Facing off against Thanos in this very intimate battle scene. Excellent. Bloody mm-hmm. excellent, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Are, it, are there any negatives? No There's negatives. One
2: negative. Not for me. One negative. Go on, Fat Thor. Thor, <laughs> yes. Thor. Thor didn't have a six-pack.
0: Right, now, end of Infinity War, right? We've got... I'm just saying. No, that's
1: me going. Yeah,
0: so end of Infinity War, we've got Thor. Yeah. We've got, you know, Stormbreaker. Yeah. He is, like... Next to unstoppable. Let's
2: just say no, he stops. No, he stops six Infinity Stones beam against him. <clears throat> yeah, with the hat with the fucking axe.
0: I know, right? So you know, that's pretty impressive. powerful guy. Yeah, mm. and the explanation you would give there is, well, how's Thor beating him if he's got the gauntlet on? So well, he's not. He doesn't really know how to use it yet. Blah blah blah. Fine. Thanos doesn't even have a gauntlet at this stage, no.
2: and he beats all three of them. Yeah.
0: What do you mean? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Make Sense his
2: weapon is cool though, the double sided cleaver. But I, will... I,
0: I would have preferred that battle,
2: yeah. Like, I would have no
0: queries if that was Infinity War. If no, 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 if if um, well, yeah, no, yeah, technically correct, yeah. Um, but if Thor wasn't in that battle, so I'd be like, yeah, well, obviously Thanos could handle but Thor's Captain America, of power, and
1: his confidence in himself isn't fully there
0: maybe I don't know if it works that way
2: he's it's c- very interesting with Thor he he switches between getting his ass kicked by F- Hulk and then killing Hela for example in Ragnarok mm, or whatever yeah. with this super thunder power but what the most Im- <laughs> the most important thing for me in this battle was and easily the moment of the film that Thor had in the first film which was mm. bring me Thanos when he when he joined the battle of Wakanda is the moment where Mjolnir goes to <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. That is it's
0: not as good though, is it?
2: It's so good, mate. It's I'm not, sorry. It's, it's
1: not as good as Thor arriving in Wakanda, but it's that equivalent moment.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, film. but you've got to look at it in this respect. Thor arriving in Wakanda is amazing. He's just killing grunts. When that Thor's about to be killed by Thanos, Bemo goes to goes to Steve Rogers. Thor goes, "I knew it." And then he starts wielding it like he's never not wielded it. Mm. He's calling thunder power. He's spinning it around. It's like he's playing a yeah. He's so
0: arrogant. He's so, he's so arrogant. arrogant. He's
2: playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he's doing whatever he needs to do to get his moves out. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's,
0: it's amazing. The
2: theater we were in, the cinema we were in, erupted. Yeah, that
0: was it. The proper,
2: erupted. That was a money shot. It mm. was the the fan moment that we all wanted. It was the thing that this film needed at that point. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I'm so happy it happened, and you even turned to me like when the hammer was moving. When Steve Rogers, I, I was sitting there thinking, "It's Captain Marvel," because I was like, I, I thought, "Where's Thor she was been?"
1: Have them both, and absolutely have it. Well, he
2: did for a minute, but mm. then he lost it. But I loved it. I think for me, that's the standout <laughs> moment of the film. Yeah, the honest. No, I, I like I, that. Yeah, like,
0: they've seeded it. Um, him moving it in Age of Ultron. Yes. Yeah. When they yes. were getting pissed for some was, reason. Thor's like, um, yeah.
1: what's going on here? They just need to have more <laughs>
2: parties. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: yeah, they're No, it's great. Pissed together. You know, a nice little comic book moment. People have been waiting for him to yield. Oh, sorry, yield. Yield. To, uh, for him to wield Mjolnir. Um, yes. Um. So that was great. I fucking loved it. Yeah. But it it didn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't the Thor moment in Wakanda. That that for me is just unbeatable. That's the, like I want to watch that now. Yeah. That's how yeah, same. in, in <laughs> uh, four hundred languages.
1: Like, and we've all just, watched
2: we've all watched it so many times. This
1: so this obviously it had more meaning because it shows something about Steve Rogers. Although yes. now he's he's finally spoiler worthy. warning. Joe Biden, it doesn't really have to say <laughs> the, uh, he's running for
2: president. He's officially running for president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. But basically I could do this
0: all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a slogan.
2: That's a good that's a That'd great so slogan. Good. Yeah. Um right I around. have to say that even after Steve Rogers wields the hammer mm. and absolutely batters Thanos, he just gets up. And I thought we were losing Cap here. He yeah. batters him into mm. oblivion. The, the vibranium shield is shattered to yeah. pieces, mm. yeah. and Cap That's is on the vibranium. F- That's vibranium. That's unbreakable. <laughs> he's not even got a gauntlet, and he's absolutely <laughs> yeah. fucking totaled him. He loses it. Uh, I was like, oh, he's just going to—he st-. stabs him in the leg, yeah. and then I was like, he's going to take his head off or stab mm. him in the chest a punch or something. Is coming. Yep. And I thought, I felt—you know—after that moment of a high, you get this absolute low. Shit. And then out of nowhere, you just hear the radio come oh. in on in uh, Steve Rogers' ear saying, Cap, Cap, you there? Look to your left. Strange who opens. It? Uh, mate, i <laughs> Mate, a bit busy at the moment. Uh, <laughs> strange Sam, opens. Sam, Sam. Sam. Yeah. Sam who? Sam. Sham- Samwell ah. Tarly, Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. What Sam <laughs> we're looking at here? Um, oh, Falcon. Oh, oh fuck Bad sake. reception, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Got, Rogers. Got to go. No, oh,
0: it is fucking sound-wise. Uh, oh, fuck. Loads brilliant, of,
2: wasn't it? It was brilliant. Loads of portals open and you get everyone that's gone coming back. You've got Spider-Man, Peter Quill, Drax, Mantis. She shouldn't be in that order. I don't know why I put her there. Yeah, I don't know why she's uh, doing Doctor that. Strange. You've got... Um, Black Panther. Black Panther, obviously. Yep. Yes. Uh, Shuri. Akoye. Akoye. Uh, you've got, even got Pepper Potts coming in in an Iron Valkyrie. Man suit. Valkyrie. Valkyrie was awesome. So yeah, sick. So yeah. sick. So you've got all these characters coming back and as, you know... The
0: X-Men were in there, weren't they? Could, well, yeah. could you imagine yeah. if they just, <laughs> just throw Magneto in there? Just throw
2: Magneto in.
1: He'd be with Thanos. Well, Probably, yeah.
2: Maybe. Bloody. <laughs> He wouldn't have any problem getting that gauntlet, would he? Jesus, man.
1: Yeah. Yoink. Yoink. How, would you,
2: how would you have
0: reacted if you'd have seen Patrick Stewart in a wheelchair with Wolverine?
2: Oh, my Lord.
0: Wolverine in this would have been... Oh, I would have lost Six it. stones. I think
2: I would have lost it.
0: Wheels the gauntlet. Oh, what are you doing, mate? You're ruining the whole Doesn't deal. Doesn't he spit on his little, <laughs> little claws? He kills all the stones by... <clears throat> clawing them yeah yeah michael keaton's batman he's in there you're not even off
2: no uh let's we 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 digress but uh it was amazing to see all these characters come back and at this point thanos says a line which i know you might not like john but i actually really liked it where he goes and josh brolin you know Fair play to the guy. I mean, his voice acting is phenomenal as Thanos.
0: Yeah, he yeah. he
2: says, he basically says this. I'm not going to put a voice on or anything, but he says, it's never been personal. Whatever I've done to any planet or anything, it's never been personal. Or anything. It's never been personal, but I'm going to enjoy what I'm about to do to your planet. Mm. I was like, fucking hell, that is brutal. And he unloads the army. And that's when you're genuinely concerned. Yeah. And then everyone comes into the fray and it's, Avengers Assemble from mm. Steve Rogers. Mm. And I have to say that shot of them all running into battle. ah, oh, it's beautiful. It yeah. is beautiful. It's, a, mm. it's, it's 22 films, 11 years, countless hours, countless podcasts, countless, you know, comic book readings, <clears throat> countless, just everything building up to that one moment. And we finally get it mm. of essentially over 50 heroes at this point that yeah. we actually care about going into battle. It was unbelievable. Mm. See the weird thing is,
0: I think my favourite part of that whole bit is just that
2: That running into it shot.
0: No, not no not that. No, just them all arriving. It's, it's not even that. It's just Yeah, I mean, just before that, it's just the uh look to your left. Yeah. Mm. Just just the just the little radio, that yeah. kind of the the smattering of hope. Yeah. And then the look on Steve Rogers' yeah. face when he's like, We've fucking done it. Yeah. That is beautiful. Mm. It, it really um, is. And, you know, okay, the watching them all run towards and they're all together and they're fighting. That That is cool. But the magic moment in that is the just before, the realisation that they somehow managed to pull it off. They're back.
2: Yeah. They're back. And the emotional return of these characters cannot be overlooked. So for me, one of the biggest themes of the of the film is this idea of passing the torch on to the next generation and for tony stark we didn't really mention it but one of the reasons he definitely wants to go back and help everyone is to get peter parker back mm. and they have a very emotional hug don't they which is reminiscent of their hug back in the spider-man film mm. where he hugs tony and tony's like no but then tony this time hugs yes. spider-man it's a very beautiful moment um passing of the torch perhaps well, definitely in some respects. Was it underwhelming? No, not for me. No. I, I literally was I like... I was emotional. I was it super helped. emotional. Mm. It's not as emotional as Spider-Man disappearing. No. Because that was fucking brutal. Mm. But this, for me, was really a good payoff. Should they maybe have hidden Spider-Man? From the reveal? Yeah. Maybe. So maybe. The first
0: time that you see him is him saving Iron Man.
2: That would have been amazing. No,
1: because we know he's back. If everyone's back, yeah, I know. But back. it's yeah, but it's, it's just but it's a
2: reveal. Tease is that tease? It's isn't that tease. It? I so you know,
0: it's going to happen at some point.
1: Yeah, maybe. Than just,
0: hey, here you go. I'm here. Yeah. I,
2: I do. I do think that one of my, <clears throat> the MCU's biggest problems is this overuse of CGI and big battles. I, I I prefer it, and I said this to you actually after after we got out the screening, John, which is. I prefer the intimate battles. Yeah. So that intimate battle with Thor, Iron Man, mm. Thanos and Captain America Yeah. where he wields the hammer. Well, you remember more of it. Oh, but it's just beautiful. Mm. Like there's moments in that where I'm, like, I'm literally remembering Thanos smacking his shield and breaking it apart.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: This battle for me... There's
0: so much going it's
2: on. There's too much going on. Too many <laughs> characters to pay off. It mm. didn't really work. It's
1: hard to focus sometimes, I think. Mm.
2: But when Thanos gets the gauntlet you literally looked at me and went, "For fuck's sake!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, "What is going on here? How's this happened again? Again? Fucking hell, man!" And Captain Marvel just turns up and is fucking useless. Ed butts her and it doesn't affect her. And then that was funny. But... And then
2: and then she he goes, "Oh, wait a minute, I'll just take the power stone off." And that absolutely was whammer. Yeah. I Clever. love that. Clever.
0: Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, and then you're thinking, "All right, he's gonna stab his fingers," and then that's the end of the MCU.
2: That's the end of it.
0: And that's it. That'd have been good, wouldn't it?
2: Double snap, it. Yeah. I mean, that would be bold. Um, that's, <laughs> a, that's a a fra- that's a cow that's a cash cow killer. Yeah. And um, Disney are like firing the Russo brothers. That's the director's cut. <laughs> director's cut is actually they snap. Everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, this is Blade Runner all over again. Um,
0: yeah. Thanos is jumping up and down, going "Yay!" <laughs> and all of these little minions, <laughs> little dog, little dog. Dog things. Yeah. They're all jumping up and down going, Yay! <laughs> and they have like a little dance like the Jedi. Jedi anyway. He walks everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. But unbelievably, you know, Doctor Strange says to Tony during this battle, he says, or Tony says to Doctor Strange, he said, Is this the one in the 14 million outcomes where we win? He said, If I told you that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't win. And then Lucy. There's that little look between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange where, you know, Doctor Strange puts his finger up. Yeah. yeah. This is it. The and same. then this is it.
0: Whatever do, you're thinking.
1: Fucking do, do it. it. This is it now. This is the end game. Mm.
0: And then Iron Man just flies off. Very selfish man. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that, Doctor Strange looked at him. I understand completely. I'm, I'm going home. I wasn't <laughs> pointing up. I was saying, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Did you... Did you click what was going to happen then, Lucy? Snap. Click. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> click, snap.
1: I understood what he meant by this is it for yeah. you. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think that he was... Because I'm still not entirely sure
0: Ooh. how... Tony got Ooh. the stones.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, no one knows. I literally...
1: It was magic. It was magic. A wizard did it.
2: Yeah. I I think they were using the reality stone. Now... Who's they? <clears throat> maybe Tony.
1: The Russo brothers were using the reality. Yeah, the,
2: very good, very good. So basically, Tony is able to hoodwink Thanos before he clicks. He, he he makes an attempt to grab the gauntlet, but then he reveals that he actually has all the stones. After Thanos has clicked, Thanos looks at his hand, there's no stones there. Tony reveals he has all the stones.
1: Great moment.
2: Unbelievable moment, uh, because okay. Thanos goes, I am inevitable, and Tony goes... Terrible line. Nice no, good line because it's, it's, a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing callback to the start of the film. No, it's terrible. And I love it. No, I liked it. I like it. I like it, it because exactly it, you're fucking it's, that, it's that idea that No, but
0: that, but that's it's that the idea. Thing. It's but, like, but
2: Thanos is a character built on destiny and his perception of everything is I am inevitable. My destiny no, but it's is like, to rid the galaxy but, of this or, no, or the, the universe. The, the of delivery 50%. of that
0: is that he is this Villain, like no, I think a he's a mindless villain. It's, I, it's, I don't think there's, it is. I, I, ma- there's malice. I, I, no. There's malice in that delivery. There's I, malice in it. I. It's not his character. Well, I agree
2: at this point. His character is obviously hell bent on destroying the whole universe and yeah, building new life. But he's
0: malicious towards
1: Earth now because they dare to stand. But against I, I would him. prefer
0: something along the lines of like, this has to happen. Like... That's the interesting. same thing. No, it's not, though. I'm because in, it, this I'm has inevitable. to happen. It's a sympathetic, like, this just has to happen. But he's not mm.
1: sympathetic to them. He's already said, he's, I'm no, going that, to enjoy point. it. Was, well, he's, don't he's, worry he's about s- that. S- He'd <laughs> had a drink. No, he said, I'm going to enjoy this. It wasn't personal. It is now. Because the guy had just beaten him up. Yeah. So he was a bit annoyed. <laughs> but that is, still, that is still fresh in his mind when he says, I'm an inevitable. But they're making... They're
0: cheapening his character. Mm. He's not this shit.
1: They but did. But he's gotten angry because... He's having resistance, which... I
2: will agree they did cheapen the character slightly by making him this maniacal, and I said it before, in terms of destroying the whole universe and rebuilding life. However, I will forgive the line, I am inevitable, which ties into the start when he gets his head chopped off.
0: You can forgive it, that's No, fine. I'll forgive it because that's it fine. tees
2: up. It's a perfectly scripted moment because it tees up, I am inevitable, no, I am iron man and he clicks his fingers for me
1: clicks does he
2: oh snap Sh- ah, we've all done it we've all hack. been there now i'm a hack. Fucking hack. hack i'm supposed to be the host yeah. um <laughs> Wanker. got notes and everything <laughs> um no so that line for me was excellently delivered by uh robert downey jr tony stark beautiful beautiful moment and you know i even said it to you before he said it, I said he's going to say... You, you said he was going to say John. So you
1: two are chatting a lot in
0: this No,
2: one. John said he's going to say, I am Tony Stark. And I said, no, <laughs> he's going to say, I am Iron Man.
0: I am Tony Stark would have been better. I more, think more, it more personal. might be
2: more personal, mm. and might have been like, "I'm not a superhero; I'm just a regular person." But he mm. is Iron Man. But he is Iron Man, yeah. and it takes that it is
0: f- fully acceptable.
2: And it takes it back to that moment after the first Iron Man film, which is a complete punt by Marvel and Disney to start this franchise. And we are now here at the culmination, 22 films in. He says that, and Tony Stark is no more as he dies with his loved ones, with his family, the Avengers. Thoughts on Tony Stark's death?
1: Um, why does Spider-Man push his way to the front of the queue when his like, wife Always is there? Always having a go at little Spider-Man.
2: I, I like, have a go at Spider-Man. I like
1: Spider-Man, but he's proper in there, and it's like these are his oh. dying moments. Maybe let his wife-slash-girlfriend be there to see him off. No, see no him less. off? Jesus Christ. Well, he's, he's dying. He's literally dying. <laughs> yeah. And maybe his wife would like to be there to... Ease his pain. Oh!
0: What are Uh, you doing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We've had some gin. Uh, What I will say is this. The relationship between Spider-Man and Tony Stark has been seeded for several films now. And it's a beautiful relationship. It's it's the relationship that probably made Tony want to have a child Mm. because he saw Peter as a son. Yeah. And I have to say obviously you had Tony losing Peter in the first film and now you've got Peter lose. They've just got each other back Mm. a mentor, a father and son relationship. And now Tony is leaving them and it was emotional. And I understand. Yes. Pepper does push them out the way, but the death of Tony Stark was, was emotional. It was up there with Han Solo in spoiler warning force awakens for me. Um, (laughs) It really was. It was, it was up there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was really emotional. Um, and he dies as the ultimate hero as well. He's mm-hmm. literally saved... The universe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, another,
0: you, another character going out on their own terms, so...
2: He, went, he did go out on his own That's terms. What I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought th- you were I trying th- to joke about I, it, but... No, bit, I'm hey.
0: just saying, like, I think that there are, there are a few characters in this film that I would have liked to have just seen. So when you were talking about Captain America... Oh. Um,
2: Captain Morgan or...
0: No. <laughs> Rum, Two more, but... please. Um, when you were talking about that battle, um, if his head would have come off halfway through, I'd have been like, fucking hell. As <laughs> a game of I'd Tony. have loved that. But I thought that might happen. Yeah, but I'd have loved that. But it's a lot of... Sadistic. These... No. No. Because you don't expect it. It's Agreed. a lot of these main characters going out on their own terms. Yeah. Um, they get the option I don't to mind go. with Tony because... He's, he's like, he's, he, earned that. he's been destined to be the hero. Yeah. And he's just given his life to be that hero. It's not the
2: first time he's done it. Aven- the first Avengers film, we did it. Always he thought doing he was it. dead. He's always he's doing it. Guy. Bloody great guy.
0: No, I liked it. Um I quite like the line from Pepper, something along the lines we're gonna of... We're going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Beautiful. Um You can sleep now or you mm. can rest now. Um Because obviously since the Battle of New York... It's just been on his mind forever. Yeah, he hasn't
1: been. He hasn't been able to deal with it. Like he's, as he is a human being, he has experienced post-traumatic stress from mm. everything he's experienced, and
0: why oh, didn't he gain weight?
1: I don't know. He hasn't been booed he weight. He's been inventing Tony Stark. He's just, got a good Patreon you're just account. A fat so. Tony Stark. Um,
2: <laughs> It's
1: a, it's a beau You know, it's a beautiful end for him. It's a beautiful and end. The, the way they do it. Spot on there
2: and... was a part of me that, you know, it's funny when everyone clicks their fingers. The whole that side of their body Snap seems the to get well. I've got yeah, yeah, in half it. your head <laughs> properly. It's oh, <Jesus> <laughs> you. Or it might be Tanqueray gin, but one of them's got in my head. Um But no, when they when he snaps the fingers, everyone who seems to do that seems to just char one side of their body. But you know, mm. Tony is just a human being. I was kind of hoping, and this sounds this sounds horrible, but I was kind of hoping that it would just be his helmet on the floor. And he, <laughs> yeah. and he, and he was completely destroyed because I think that would be really powerful. And, pe- and then Pepper goes helmet. and picks it up and says something to it. Like the thing... Says something to his helmet. Wilson! <laughs> this is
1: awful. This is worse than me. And
2: the that was Paul Rudd. No, yeah. um... No, but- <laughs> Wilson!
0: Then Sam comes over and he's like, yeah, what? No, not you.
2: <laughs> but seriously, I was like, that should obliterate a human being, like just des- like destroying, using this suit. He was clip.
1: wearing the suit, which yeah. must have given him some protection. Yeah. I
2: don't think that counts. Well, it, it did it count, because yeah. he
1: didn't turn into just a helmet. So. Well...
2: But,
1: <laughs> obviously, it did count. it
2: need help. Start of a new sitcom. going to be okay. It's <laughs> just a helmet. helmet. Bye,
1: then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then you're awful. So, you uh, are mortally wounded. <laughs> yes, he's Slid dead. Now, he's gone. <laughs> <helmet. laughs> Fucking hell. No, I'm
2: sorry. Anyway, (laughs) that's just my Friday just Just barking. Bury the helmet. Your body has
0: disappeared.
1: (laughs) Boss, where are you? (laughs) Completely
2: You can sleep now, Friday. Rest. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway (laughs) That was Act 3. Just um, I want to say
1: a little one aside, because you haven't mentioned it, but the sort of girl gang, girl power moment. I love oh, that. Fuck oh, fucking yeah actually, I love yeah. that.
0: So you loved some people it, you? have said
1: like, oh, it's a little bit glib, and it was a little bit meh. I loved it. I don't give a shit. They've, they've got
0: some impression
2: of or...
1: No, he didn't say anything <laughs> like that, did he?
2: I'll show you the Um mate it's, it's in our misogynist because panel because Marvel uh, does
1: have some really good female characters why shouldn't they all just have a little moment when they're all together being bad bitches who's, I liked it
2: who's your favourite female Marvel character
1: I really like Valkyrie
2: you really yeah, like Valkyrie she's so
1: fucking cool I she love Chester cool. Thompson yeah. and
0: terrible in Westworld
2: but... good naked in Westworld though oh uh, I've done naked. that thing that Lucy did about Thor Talk about sexual <laughs> embodiment I don't care
0: so you watch a film like this, and when something like this happens, it's like, right, well, this clearly isn't for me. Mm. This is not meant for me. I
1: think it was fine. It was, yeah. it was fun. It was fine. It was empowering. Mm. Was it empowering? Do
2: you feel empowered?
1: Yes. Yeah? I'm going to destroy some Titans.
2: <laughs> I don't think they did destroy any Titans, to be honest with you. Captain mm. Marvel, the most OP one, couldn't even do it, so yeah, just saying. Well, anyway. Anyway, moving on. Interesting. Interesting Let's move on to The Funeral of Iron Man Which was beautiful uh, They put his first heart Which says This proves that Tony Stark has a heart Or something uh, flight- mean, Or something <laughs> Yeah that's <laughs> what it says Made it less beautiful yeah. Now. Yeah. Or something yeah. Just uh, some, some shit just bit of Do not hire bit me bit For eulogies I'm not a eulogist <laughs> Uh it flies out or you know, sort of swims out into the lake and yeah. you see all these characters there. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't swim, it's on a little raft. It's rough.
1: placed on a wreath which floats out into the lake.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's Lake not reef hard, is it? Lake reef, yeah. Lake
2: reef, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh you see a load of characters there.
0: John, any characters there that caught your eye? Well look, I mean the the one character that I did see, that little kid, that's grown up from Iron Man Three. I was like, Oh fucking hell, I turned to you and I was like, It's that kid <laughs> from Iron Man Three.
2: And he went, What?
0: I went, the you remember the little kid from Iron and Man Three? You, you were talking, whatever. but you were talking. Like, oh, you, he's emotional.
2: You were talking to me at one point, uh, and you were just looking at me. and I was, like, I was like, stop looking at me. Look, Nick Fury's on screen. then you I literally had to Fury's grab something. your chin and turn <laughs> your head towards the screen. I didn't screen. know that's no, who who it was.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's the kid from Iron Man Three. So I thought, oh, Len's a bit emotional because he has no interest in having a conversation. Yes, what are you I was to emotional.
2: Watch film? <laughs> no, I was emotional. I was upset that Tony had died, and then I knew that his little daughter was there. Mm. The one thing I didn't actually like was his little message. I would have liked it if he had just died on the battlefield and we didn't have that message from him. Just uh, his helmet. But that was just, just from, Obviously,
1: from before they did the uh, quantum realm. Well, mm.
2: obviously, but I don't. I don't care about that. Well, obviously, that's what it is.
1: But I'm saying that he <laughs> he recorded it, so. That's that. Like he recorded the one when he was in the oh. ship with Nebula at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. He likes recording messages. He's a, he's a
2: lover. He's, he loves it. The
1: modern day voicemail.
2: Very mm. sure. Straight onto Twitter. Um, and now I think we should move on to the end of the film, which is an emotional gut punch again, because we haven't been gut punched enough in this film, is the fact that Steve Rogers is tasked with going back and returning the Infinity Stones to their original places, which is what the Ancient One requested of Bruce Banner to say that, Doesn't affect this timeline, Mm. so our timeline timeline can continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can borrow them, but can you bring them back? You bring them back, please. please? Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. So Steve Rogers is tasked with doing that. Very difficult, to be honest with you. So he's going back into time. He's got to turn three to New York, which is easy, and then he's got to go to Vormir Morag with no spaceship. Bearing in mind Vormir Morag and Asgard to -hmm. return. The other three stones. How is he doing all this? How is he doing that? Don't maybe maybe that's a Disney series, which on their new Disney streaming service we haven't seen yet. But he could be. Could be. Uh, Loki is definitely getting one, by the well, way. I so think Chris Evans
1: has said, nah, I'm not doing any more. Well, Captain Well, that's fair. Uh,
2: but he goes... He'll come crawling back when the work doesn't <laughs> <finish>. <laughs> uh... Um But he goes back and they expect him to be five seconds and he doesn't return. Now, obviously we all said to each other when this was going on in the cinema, we said... He ain't coming back. I didn't say anything. Mm. So well, I was
1: watching it silently. Me and
2: John to it. So, and oh. uh, they see him on the bench, and it really got to me. Actually, fella. it really got to he me. Looks
1: like Joe Biden, American fans. Mm.
2: It really, it really got to me, and it was lovely to know that he got to live his life. When you saw the wedding ring, that he got yeah. to live his life with Peggy, um, and to finish on that dancing scene mm. for me. Oh. Dancing um, scene. I genuinely was like, oh, that is a beautiful shot. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah, moment. You look very happy. It, it was beautiful. The first and... time
1: he looked happy ever.
2: No, he always very positive.
1: No, yeah, but happy, like truly in his mm. heart, not
2: yeah. lying to himself, not lying yeah. to himself. No, yeah. he—that was a beautiful thing to end it on. If you can't end it on something with Tony, you had to end it with something Cap, and they are the yin and the yang. But they were the core of the Avengers, and they yeah. are gone. Mm. Cool. So Sam is the new Captain America. Yeah, um, That's an interesting choice. I, I would have gone for Bucky personally, just because Racist. of the comics. No, because of the comics. But Sam also is... A...
1: Bucky's got less charisma than Sam. Though. I don't know.
2: I think, I think Bucky can grow. They both
0: got, I think they're both charisma voids. Yeah, too, they are too. voids. Which is perfect for Captain America. Yeah, Because he's but, not a fucking laugh a minute. I know,
1: but Chris Evans does have charisma and
0: comic timing. Charisma Evans. Um,
2: charisma Evans. And that's the end... Of Avengers Endgame and, and the end of 22 films 11 mm. years mm. hours and hours of discussion hours and hours of watching hours and hours of just deliberating what is going on in the MCU is over mm. over until Spider-Man Far From Home which comes out in May <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so poignant oh, uh, very poignant and now we're going to move shit, on to oh. a little section which I call Easter Eggs
1: yum yum yum, yum.
2: So, I thought it'd be fun to go through a couple of Easter eggs that were in uh, the comics and the films and harking back to all the time 20- Harking. Harking, yes. So 22 of the films that have gone before. Let's start with Captain America because he's an integral part of the film and the end of the film. Mm. His shield, the vibranium shield, John, I know you've got a problem with this, getting shattered in Battle with Thanos.
0: Absolutely destroyed.
2: It's a moment out of the comics, mate, isn't it? Mm. Uh, he literally gets shattered to pretty much the same state. Steve Rogers is pretty much... Obliterated in Infinity Wars, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet, sorry, in the comics. Um, but I thought it was a nice callback to having that moment here again because his battle with Thanos in Infinity War, he just got absolutely uh, Hail Mary punched in the face and knocked out. Yeah, I
0: thought he was dead originally. Yeah,
2: I did as well. It was It's a brutal <clears throat> punch. Mm. I mean, that would kill any of us. Yeah. Um, mm. Like most boxes aren't allowed to punch people. Thanos shouldn't be allowed to punch people, fact. <laughs> um, Cap, Mjolnir. Lucy, you like Mjolnir, don't you?
1: Sure. It's a hammer. It's Thor's hammer. You like a bit of DIY, do you? Not really.
2: No. Okay. So you don't like hammers then. But on a few occasions in the comics, he has actually wielded it. Do you know that?
1: No. I mean, it's alluded to in the films, but mm. I was not aware of that, no. Well, yeah. he's done it he a
2: couple loves times. it. He really loves it because he is worthy. Uh, but it doesn't happen all the time you can't just use it all the time it only happens in moments of like moments of extreme peril essentially mm, yeah uh, so it's interesting yeah checks out good that the
0: hammers like. alright oh, I'll help you out uh, no Lucy
2: will like this one though this is a good one the song playing as Steve and Peggy dance is called It's Been a Long Long Time it's a 1945 hit let's just play it now Uh, very appropriate, isn't it, Lucy?
1: Yeah, I mean, he could have gone back and like invented the Beatles. He could have like
2: <laughs> invented the Beatles. That's what I, was thinking. Made, I was like, like trademark. You're Google listening Google to this, yeah? You yeah. could
1: literally write all the like Beatles songs. <clears throat> I'm just gonna write pen a little ditty called "Hey Jude," make my millions. Is he allowed to knock about? Is, is he... Does he
2: just
0: have to hide in the house now? That I don't he's even there, know. Or... Don't ask. What are we thinking? We
2: don't ask these questions, but um, it's not a bad life being trapped in a house with Peggy, is it?
0: Hey. Listening oh. to Hey Jude. She's
2: been CGI'd, is she? Patreon has been kind to her. <laughs> um, so, John, your most hated thing about the film is Smart Hulk. Um, Professor Hulk, yeah. Yeah. Professor Hulk. I liken him to the Beast in um, X-Men. Yeah, he yeah, was you know, he's, better than the Beast. No, agreed. 100% Beast is terrible, I think, in X-Men. But um, Smart Hulk is in the comics as well. Perhaps the pinnacle of Smart Hulk stories came coincidentally... During the era known as the Infinity Gauntlet story. Mm. So they're keeping in sort of comic history and lore here. Um, But he does wear little tracksuits. You know, dabbing wasn't a thing back then when they wrote the comics. Um, So I can't say he does that or selfies, to be honest with you, because that was ages ago. Mm. But um, there is a whole host of Smart Hulk stuff that is written. I just think it's shit. Mm. So less we say about it, the better.
0: Yes, correct.
2: But it, they're sticking to the comics, though, which is an important thing. Oh, yeah, do you know this, guys? Uh, Peter Parker actually dated Carol Danvers
0: One, in the MCU. Uh, oh, yeah?
2: In the fucking comics, yeah? I
1: thought she was meant to be gay.
2: Well, Danver? What? Mm-hmm. Carol Danvers? Yeah. No way. No, 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 no. Well,
1: they're making her gay in the films.
2: Yeah, but, well...
1: Look, I mean, look at her haircut.
2: Oh, for... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's all on Twitter about her... She's going to be the first sort of LGBTQ... Okay,
2: but I'm just saying... Well, that,
0: that kind of annoys me that she has to get a haircut.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean, mental. No, just, that's that like, is mental. Just keep your hair, man. Can we just say that in the comics, Peter Parker's obviously a bit older. Carol Danvers is, is, is how old she is now. She
0: definitely gives him a look when... Yeah, yeah, they have say, that
2: meeting and they have yeah. that, oh, I'm Peter Parker, I'm Carol Danvers. There might be a relationship there in the future. I'm just saying...
0: Hey, hey Peter Parker.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was quite quite sweet, wasn't yeah. it? So I'm just saying that might be an option. He got something for me and he gets excited, doesn't he? You're not sending me that picture again, are you, John? <laughs> uh, anyone oh. who listens to our content will know that John has sent a horrendous picture of Spider-Man.
0: I've still got a few in, the, uh, in my Oh, Please no. never send it to I'll me again. Them later.
2: It was horrendous. And listeners, it's, it's so bad, you can't even picture what it is. I'm not even going to say what it is. because <laughs> okay. it. It's the on. worst thing of all time. Yeah. So Nebula, uh, she briefly picks up the Infinity Gauntlet here in this story uh, and it felt like we are going to get that classic moment from the Infinity Gauntlet comic where Nebula becomes a god and Thanos is forced to work with the heroes to sort it all the fuck out mm. but it didn't because she got shot instantly yeah, was uh, it was never going to happen but instantly, nice to know that they were thinking about it for a split second mm. so that's it Avengers Endgame is over it's the end game. The end game is done. Twenty two films, eleven years. John's <laughs> laughing. Lucy's laughing. <laughs> They're laughing at me for some reason. It's it's been an emotional roller coaster. I, I understand the, the laughter is 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 laughing of emotion because we were yeah. all so upset. It's, it's it laughing is. of emotion. Yeah. Um thank you for listening to our Marvel content for the last Year and a half or so that we've been doing this fa- this uh, fan critical podcast. Yeah, I'd like to say that we will not be stopping our Marvel coverage. It will be continuing over the next few years mm. as the new phase oh, of the word. MCU continues. Don't you, well,
0: don't just commit to years.
2: I'm giving years of Go your guys lives away your prediction for away. this so yeah. weeks
0: and months maybe <laughs> yeah. not necessarily yeah. five years yeah, John true. told you to back down
1: you should do it <laughs> I refuse to back down
2: but thank you very much for listening if you have enjoyed this podcast review please do let us know your thoughts you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com or alternatively you can get in touch with us on all of our social media channels we are fan underscore critical on Instagram at fancriticalpod on Twitter and we are fan critical on Facebook we very much like interacting with you And hearing your thoughts on anything, be it this, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Stranger Things, Westworld, anything else that we cover, because we cover a lot of, you know, a lot of popular culture, television and films. Mm. So please do get in touch with us. Alternatively, you can also sponsor us. On Patreon, go to www.patreon.com forward slash fancritical to get access to exclusive cast episodes as well as be on the podcast or join us for a discussion on Discord or also commission your own podcast. Mm. I want to thank John. Cheers, mate. I want to thank Lucy. Thank you. I want to thank the rest of the fan critical gang who couldn't be here today to uh talk about Avengers Whoever Endgame. They are. And I want to thank you guys for listening once more. We have been uh the fan critical Avengers, we have assembled, we have Endgamed, and this is it. Goodbye everybody. Bye.